I've been loving every second. I'm not rooting for injuries openly, but I'm so fucking pumped. I'm like, yeah, bitch. I will, I will, I will do that. I just pretended that was Brian Deegan with his girlfriend that looks like she gets railed by five Tennessee police officers. Choo-choo. <laughs> you take my bones and you rattle my balls. <laughs> I stuffed my whole nose in an asshole once. Yeah. Different story. You know? All right. Sean brought his A game tonight. All right. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I like where this is going. It straight up died on, on my stream. Dead. It's just a nonstop cyclone of just holy shit. Joey Fats Radio. Row one, seat one. Let's get it, boys. Let's fucking go. It's yeah. Tuesday. It's oh, I've been looking forward to this oh. all weekend. I've been looking forward to this since about midnight on Saturday for I've obvious been reasons. I've all day just for Tuesday night. <laughs> is that the song? Oh. Uh, it was one of them, yeah. That was one of the, yeah, the Monday night songs. Is that gone now? No, Sunday night. That was... Uh, Carrie was, Underwood. Yeah, but who was it before oh, Carrie her? Carrie Underwood's still there. No, who was, the, who was the tall blonde chick that was wicked mega hot? Taylor Swift. No. No, no. <laughs> um, Mariah Carey. She's not blonde at all. Fuck, dude! I can oh, see Faith Hill. Faith, Faith Hill. Hill, thank you. Yeah, I'm I, like the country it. singer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Faith Hill did it for a while, right? Yeah, she was the original. Well, no, she did yeah. it one and time. They just did it over and, and over. And, and, over. Then and then it was Carrie. Carrie. No, right. I think there was. Wasn't it Pink? Wasn't she in there like somewhere? Sprinkled yeah, in? there was Pink at really? one point because it was yeah. her song, right? I think it was her song. Originally, I think she was the one that wrote that song. No, get out! I'm pretty of here. sure I could be wrong. It's happened. That'd once be before. news to me. I, w- I wouldn't have known that. that was, wasn't that Billy D. Williams' song? I thought it was pink, but maybe she covered it or ripped it off, sampled it. I don't know, but I know it was a pink song because it was like they took wait. the pink song from the radio and then they morphed it into waiting all day for Wait, Sunday isn't Billy night. D. Williams Lando from Star Wars? Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, I fucked up massively. I don't know that country singer's name at all. <laughs> Hank, no, not Hank Williams. Maybe Hank, it is Hank Williams. Hank Williams. Hank Williams. Shit, Hank I said Williams Billy Jr. D. Williams <laughs> Lando Calrissian. We got to look this up. Sorry to offend everybody who we... Who's I offended mean, by the I don't opening? Know, country singers. I mean, country no. fans right now. Country music fans. Are someone offended. someone, jump in the chat on the uh, on the row one page. Yeah, let us know who the original if, guy was. If you're watching on New Bedford Guide, thank you. But if you're also, you want to jump in the chat with us, join us on row one, seat one on the Facebook page. And then you can jump in the chat. We take a lot more... Well, I take a lot more questions there and I try to read off of there. Facts. Unless, unless of course you you jump in there with some like in, insane stuff, and I'm gonna be like, listen, I'm just blocking you. <laughs> I've never, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I've we never, don't block I've never people. blocked one person. We don't block anybody. Even uh, we in the history of the show, we, we have don't. never blocked anybody. No, we don't. Do I that think shit. I accidentally blocked Durant for people like thirty block, seconds. People block us. That's oh, quick, Joe. Uh, my my uh, game chat. Um, Thing is gone. My ban is, is <laughs> oh, it's over. It's lifted. Oh, oh it's good. Lifted. So we can go get. So we can go get it back tonight. Then no, I don't want to. I almost thought I did what? the other night, but nah, it's nah, not worth it. You don't want to go get it back. Nah, I mean we'll see. We'll see how we how we feel. Yeah, we're gonna go sit him down later, and guess how we're gonna feel? Yeah, I'm a little. Stop we're gonna feel a little roasty toasty, like we want to talk some shit. You're because as you can tell, the boys are. It's it looks a little different on their side. They're sitting in some. Uh, they got some new digs today. Uh, you know, new chairs, uh, new microphones. I'm. I'm 
You know, it's they're a little bit more comfortable than they were in those rickety ass old bar stools that were sitting over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bad. The chairs, well, the chairs I, I now in this in this studio are 100 brought to you in part by Secret Lab, SecretLab.com. You can go to their website, uh, check their chairs out. The highest quality computer chairs, gaming chairs you will find anywhere. Are they uh, a sponsor? Uh, tables. I've everything. got I've got the magnet. I got the the, the magno the magneto desk yeah, over to my that, right. Yeah, the, uh, that I use for my gaming. Do we have a sponsorship deal now? Like, do they give like a uh, no? I'm code? just shamelessly plugging them because I mean absolutely in love with their company if they want they to throw us a discount you gotta ask them you can't just like well you, you already plugged it so shit <laughs> I, I can just tell I'm them I'm pretty sure they'll give you a, a discount code that we can use for people for use for us like we'll give them like 15% I'll shoot them an email time. after the show and just be like hey listen man I bought all sh- I'm buying all your shit <laughs> uh, I plan on buying nothing but and I love all your chairs so yeah, we're gonna uh, need some custom and, shit like I've had mine since 2020 I got mine spring of 2020 and it is still in immaculate condition in yeah. three weeks you're gonna hear some ads on the show you're gonna hear Blue Chew Manscaped all the usual ones. And the fucked up part is you use that chair probably the majority out of anything else in this fucking house. <laughs> oh, I spend hours in this chair. Sitting in that thing. This is my racing sim chair, my gaming chair, my studio chair. Fuck. When I want to just sit up here and be away from my dog and play video games chair. And now, which is not often that I want to be away from my dog. I love being around my dog because I'm, tri- you know, I'm just it, it, like she's like a kid sometimes. So I just have to like get away from the whining, all the constant whining. Uh, but anyway, Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one, seven, seven, four, nine, nine, two, eight, seven, zero, two. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, yeah, the new mic stands brought to you by X-Tech. Uh, good shit on their end as well. Uh, high quality, easy to install. I'm actually very impressed with those. Uh, fairly inexpensive for what they are, too. Awesome. Um, pretty dope. Very versatile. Feels great so far. I, I mean, it looks. It, you guys look infinitely com- more comfortable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you look like you're going to be able to stand up after the show and your lower back's not going to be hurting because you're you hunched over well, the whole time. Yeah. If Paul would try to scooch me over, I'm like, don't fucking touch the chair. The legs are going to fall yeah, off. Yeah, like the other Literally going to break I, off. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was just looking. You were like way off. And I'm like, half his body Sean, do you do you want to like, show? Do you want to sit up real quick so they can see? Yeah, Take, yeah, Don't yeah. forget your headphones. Yeah, no. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, show them what it was. So we got Sean the custom Batman chair. It's so, yeah, it's the Dark Knight chair, so obviously that's a big... Sean's a big Batman fan, so yeah. he got the custom one. Paul got just the regular Evo Ash uh, in the ash color, little cookies of cream. It's like a, for Paul. It's like a Game of Thrones type chair. Yeah, right with there. The, so the, the magnetic pillow is probably my favorite feature of that. Oh, the pigment's a pigment. The pillow's a magnet. Yeah, you just pull it right off. Wow, and just it's magnetic. Just sticks right to the back. All right, that's a uh, kind of Secret Labs thing. Everything's magnetic. It's super rad. So it's just like all like you know like the little hand rest, arm rest that your arms go on. You can. Uh, oh, I know. There's a button here to squeeze. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Just pop them right off, and they're this magnetic. Yeah, they're great. Well worth every penny. So yes, thank thank you, Secret Labs, who will be reaching out to you shortly. Yeah, I guess so. Why not? Why the hell not? I mean, I was thinking about building my racing sim. I was going to reach out to them and see if they'll build if they were building a racing chair, or if I could get like a hybrid fit, you know, like Evo XL uh, to do on my racing sim. But uh, nonetheless, because Row One Seat One Racing is now a thing, uh, that'll be the next phase of this whole Row One Seat One package. But uh, let's get into. What we got to get into tonight, boys? We got a lot to do. A lot to do. We're gonna get wow. into. We're gonna lead the show off with Saturday night. We're gonna, uh, the battle for Colorado, which was oh the, my God. without without a doubt the most entertaining college football game I've seen in probably two years. I have no idea what that was, but part of the part of the de- I I shit you not. 
we were talking so well about the chairs, the desk was like, kill yourself, and just fell apart. A big piece of it just fell off. Oh, no, no, no. That was a piece of wood that was by my foot. Oh, okay. The desk is oh, like, yeah. oh, no, this is, uh, you guys are enjoying yourself? Collapse. These are the trim pieces that I haven't put up yet to finish this thing on all my right, side. All right, all right, all um, right. So, yeah, don't worry about that. I was just like, table's I was like, still what the hell is this? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my the God. Table's forever it's just finished enough to use. Uh, but we'll get into the battle for Colorado. We'll get into the NFL week two. We'll get into the injuries. Nick Chubb. We'll get into. Uh, oh, yeah, I gotta see that video. We'll get oh, in, my we'll, God. We'll get into my Broncos getting absolutely fucking robbed again for the second week in a row. Uh, we'll get into Sean's Patriots getting robbed. Paul's nah, Colts. Didn't get robbed. Finally get a dub with Gardner Minshew under center. And of center. course, we get a, a game and a, a game and a half out of AI before he gets hurt. He's doing too much. I know. We're gonna do the same thing we did with Andrew Luck. But I don't know. I don't, well, Run we'll get into it. We'll get into, into it. Hey, Quentin, what's up, man? Yeah, yeah. Be ready for that phone call again in April. Yep. Not I, to Quentin Nelson, but to the next one. But yeah, uh, whoever the hell he is. Let's get into the college college talk real quick because obviously Coach Prime and the Buffs are the number one story in all of college football right now. It's not even close. Uh, that game on Saturday night, and I know a lot of people didn't get to watch it or watch all of it because of the what we feel like is an absolutely egregious 10 o'clock start time. Who, who decided that yeah. start time? Well, it's a West Coast game. The Pac-12 and the, and the MAC and all that, they usually play later. Like, you remember Hawaii was always the 10 o'clock start game, always, sure. forever, and ever? Yeah. But and they were always fun because understood. How, how many you could bet you, you, you throw money on Timmy Chang in the over, and Hawaii would win. Like, right. every week. It was great. And... uh but that game was that was a that was a it was beyond prime time. It was a ten o'clock start time, but it's ten o'clock Saturday night. You figure most people don't have to work the next day. A lot of people are going to be staying up, especially the people that are really truly interested in it. And especially I've got with some prime, I, I, yeah, especially with what Dion is bringing to that to right, that program. Right. Listen, I said it week one. I love everything Dion's doing for this program. I really do. I love the fact that they're 3-0 and right now, and people are going like, ah, shit, we kind of actually got to take these guys a little bit serious. Like, you know damn well they're not sneaking up on Oregon next week. Not at all. No. You know, that game, and uh, if you want, Paul, check what time that game's on. Uh, I'll check. Because that's going to be, that should be an absolute banger of a football game. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is I've always said it about Oregon. I love Oregon. But where, like... We're one of them. Like, I don't want to say we're one of them yeah, fake yeah. teams, but they're able to blow everybody out that they need to blow out. But when they play an actual decent football squad, they they don't show up. They, they tend to and they tend to play down to their level, the level of their opponents yeah. a lot. Like there's a lot of times they've lost like an That's inferior true. Stanford team right. for no right. reason, and yeah. you're like yeah. Arizona huh? shit like yeah. that. And I'm like, what the fuck? And the only thing that I do like coming out of this year is I forget the kid's name. I I, I can't remember the running back's name or whatever. But um, Bo Nix is fucking killing it. Bo Nix has played pretty solid for like two years now. So I think that if we have a decent shot at beating Colorado. I think they should beat Colorado. I think they're a better team than Colorado. I mean, Colorado, for, 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 listen, for what it's worth, the Buffs were 23-and-a-half-point favorites Yeah. to beat Colorado Wait, would it be State. Fair, would it be fair to say this is probably Colorado, the Buffs' first actual, like, real test 
as far as like a solid squad. Well, yes, because I think because TCU, even though everybody's they, like, oh, TCU was in the they were in the national championship last year. It's like, right. dude, they returned like five starters. Like yeah. they're, they're not the same team as they were a year ago. Right. Nebraska, right. like Nebraska, okay, yeah. they were they're an old school powerhouse, but they're nothing to write home about. They're just kind of like a decent squad. Right. Pow- potent offense. They got but nothing. history. Right. Yeah, and that's it. And then you you know you see them struggle with that in state rivalry. Granted, the build up to this game. Yeah. Was phenomenal. Right. And credit the Colorado State head coach, whose name escapes me at the moment, uh, for a lot of that. Because when he took that shot at Dion saying, you know, when I address somebody, I take my shades and my hat off and address yeah. them like a man. Yeah. And then Dion. That's my mother taught me. And then like Dion an adult, to respond. Yeah, like an adult. Yeah. yeah, that's what my mother taught me. Yeah. And then like that. in response to that, Dion went and got his whole squad, the whole team, custom shades. Right. And you're like, yo. All he right. was passing them out to the reporters and shit, too. Yo, and now like, he's selling them on um, iBlend or Blenders or something yeah, like that. Yeah, bl- uh, oh, Blenders, blenders yeah. Eyewear. Oh, I'm going to have to grab some of those. They've, I they, mean, they've sold 3 million pairs in like 72 hours. Really? Yeah. But this is the prime effect, right? This is what it we is. knew was going to happen when Dion came to Colorado, that it was going to generate all this interest, even if it wasn't because it was a high-quality product on the field. He's going right now. He's like, <laughs> Dion, <laughs> do it. He is. He's, he's real time. He's what like, oh, it? shit. Blender? I think it's Blenders, yeah. Blenders? Just put Blenders Dion Sanders. Blenders. I put B-L-E-N, and it's Blenders Sunglasses the first. It's the top one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't it even clearly, It's red hot right now. So we knew this was going to be the case, right? And wow, 70 bucks. Fuck that. What kind of – are they? is it Blenders is the brand? Yeah, yeah, that's who makes them. Yeah, blenders—they don't—they don't make terrible shit. No, they don't. They're, they're are they are they the gold? Are they the gold frames? Are they the gold all lenses? Gold. Yeah, they're all gold. Those, I might have to cop a pair of those. I mean, I'm gonna seventy wait. bucks isn't I, that bad. I, I'm or getting, I'm or just, I'll just get another pair of gold. I mean, I'm getting. I'm just waiting. Did I tell you I stepped on my fucking Ray Bans today? Oh. Ten years, ten years I've had those fucking aviators, dude, and they were had like. The, the little, like, patina on them, like, the oxidation from, like, the gold, like, the, the green. It almost seems like Deion Sanders wants you to buy his glasses. He's like, oh, it's fate. No, I'm going to buy new Ray-Bans, but I know Joe Biden kind of ruined the aviators. Maybe I should switch it up. <laughs> a fucking yeah. loser. He's licking, I mean? his ice so, cro- uh, licking his ice cream cone. Inflation's at an all-time low, Jack. Legs. Yeah, Jack, yeah, touch my hairy legs. You think I'm kidding? Uh, no, I'm telling you, seriously. Uh, but anyway, we won't, uh, we will, we'll save the politics for the end of the show if we need a filler. But uh, oh, yeah. um, Because did you see the UK? They have I, banned I pit bulls. No, I'm sure yeah. they're going to do it. I have not seen that. Based. After Based. a slew Based. of attacks, Based. they said that there was a bunch of attacks. Yeah, no shit. That's awful. Yeah. I, mean, I have a few other things they could probably ban to make that country great again, but we won't get into that either. <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, shoot. so Colorado, Colorado State, obviously the big talk of this game was the fact that, yes, Colorado did end up winning. The Buffs ended up pulling it out in overtime, even though they were 23-and-a-half-point favorites. Colorado State came to fucking play. Those dudes were fired up. That kid, uh, Braden, was his Braden something? Uh, was a hyphenated last Braden name? Braden no, seemed was, a little nervous hun- to no, me. Wait, for who? For, for Colorado, uh, State? Colorado State's quarterback. Braden, and he has a hyphenated last oh, name. Oh, it's kind of fucking, yeah, yeah, Hold yeah. on, hold on. I, I gotta Braden Fowler Nicolosi. Nicolosi. Nicolosi, yeah. yeah. It's like, could you get who any Who was the receiver? Who was the receiver? Henderson? Hunt? Hunt? Uh, Hen- the receiver that got hurt, Travis Hunter? No, no. no uh, for Colorado State, the kid that lit it up. He had like 16 to 17 receptions or something like that. All right, hold on. Uh, keep talking. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up. Henderson it. or Hunter or Hunter Hang on, I, I got it because I actually texted. 
Yeah, the kid was absolutely phenomenal. I was texting bro. about like, him. He, they couldn't stop him. They just they could not stop that kid. I'm like, God damn! I'm like, every time you know you think that like Colorado's gonna make a good play or like they got him like against the uh, wall with like a long something third Horton. down. Corey Horton. Horton. Was it Horton? 16 receptions, 133 yards. Yeah, 16 for. Dude, I but mean, the but the second receiver on the team, what's his name, Larry Br- Lewis Brown? Yeah, 10 Horton. receptions, 131 yards. He killed it too. Yeah, well, I just remember that kid fucking making some big time. Horton catches. was my kind Horton, of receiver because he picked everything. There was up. a few times where Horton would catch the ball, and you know you'll obviously you'll see receivers always try to beat the defender around the corner to get the extra yards, and they come up a yard or two short, and you're just like, dude, just stick off. your foot in the ground and go straight up the field and get the first down. Yeah. That kid Horton did that every time. Like, it had to have been like five or six times I saw him do that. Yep. Rather than try to beat the defender around the corner when he was already like, just realize like, ah, you know what? I might be faster than this guy, but he's got the angle. Let me just get the first down and we'll live to keep the drive alive. Right. And he did that five or six times on, on second and third down. Right. And I'm like, dude, I love this kid. Yeah, he was nice. I mean, this is, that was so nice to watch and to see a college athlete, especially a receiver, who, you know, they're always trying to break the big play and do their thing and whatever, and I get that. That's, you know, that's the mentality you're supposed to have. Right. But to see him just stick his foot in the ground, turn up the field, get three yards, go down, get the first down, rather yeah. than try to, like, you know, run 35 yards around, like, uh, stretch right. this out, let me see if it's I can like make some, this corner. It's like, like some, like, Peyton Manning, like, disi- like uh, the discipline. discipline yeah, shit. and just understanding down distance and, and what was at stake. Right. That kid got it, man. I'll tell you, that kid was a, that kid's a baller. I, I look forward to watching him for the rest of his college career yep. and seeing where he ends up in the pros because if he keeps that head on his shoulders, I'll tell you what. That's going to be – that guy has Bill Belichick written all over it. Mm. And, you know, maybe he'll be like a third or fourth round pick, which would be perfect because obviously if he goes in the first round, if Bill picks him, he'll be a bust. It's like the Cleveland Browns. Like if you're yeah. a quarterback <laughs> and you get picked by the Browns you're in the fucked. first round, you're fucked. It doesn't fucked. matter how good you are. I mean, look at Brother Baker, the touchdown maker in, in Tampa Bay. He left Cleveland and he's driving, brother. 2-0. and Yep. Like, look at it. look at Deshaun throwing picks, fumbles, getting face masks. We'll get into the Pittsburgh Cleveland game after because yeah. I have a funny, funny stat. Remind me to tell you about this. Oh, okay, a great, okay. great stat. The I like most stats. the most Browns stat you've ever heard in your yes. life. Awesome. Um, but to the awesome. Colorado game, so the hit obviously on uh, on Travis, Travis Hunter. Hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, by what was it? Uh, Matt. Um, what was the kid's name? Um, kid's getting death threats right now. I'll tell you the kid's yeah, name. Yeah, he kind of smoked him. Now, is that why uh, Alex? Something. I just did like twenty. I just spent two hours putting this all together. What's um? What's the quarterback? Uh, Sanders, not Shiloh. Shadair. Um, Shadair. What is that? Why he poked that kid in the eyes? Mm, no. Was that after the hit? Henry right. Blackburn. Blackburn. That's Blackburn. what it was. Henry Blackburn. Blackburn smoked that kid, and then I thought the retaliation when he poked, because Sanders poked that kid in the eyes. He was like, eh. No, I think, like, the, I think the defensive lineman was just going hard <laughs> No, that was, uh, he poked, that was Camara, the kid that got ejected in overtime, which again, right on cue, and we'll get into that. And, oh, oh, the lineman yeah. who got ejected, yeah, right? Yeah, because, you know, they couldn't have the best player on the buffs uh, on uh, on the Rams, you know, still in the game with with the game on the line. They were like, no, 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 this is not going out. We thought it was twenty three and a half points. They it's covered. We yeah. can't have him outright lose here. Yeah, yeah. Well, they know, called it the targeting, what- and I'm like, he didn't really lead. He just hit him straight up and you in, can't uh, target as a defensive lineman i'm sorry like it's just there's no opportunity for it it's stupid i don't know i, I thought I, it was a dumb call and this will this will get brought up a couple more times tonight in a couple different games do people not understand how slow motion works 
Like in no, real time, in real time, if both people leave their feet, if the receiver is going to catch the ball and defender is going to stop the ball, and they both leave their feet, if the receiver puts his head down unintentionally and the, and the two helmets collide. It's a goddamn accident. That is not targeting. That's not the definition of targeting. Right. And, and, and now and the definition sell that 10 out And of 10 now times. the definition has transferred into the most literal definition of it says any helmet to helmet contact. Any. Technically every play Might as well take them right. off. Every play could be penalty. Off, uh, every a, single play. A defensive tackle going up against the center, they bang helmets targeting. They should just take them off. Well, technically he's not defenseless at that point. So that way it wouldn't count oh. that one. Oh, oh, is that is that but is they that the cherry pick, they Crazy, cherry pick right? No, they cherry pick yeah. the wording certain times. Yeah, right. Of course they're they like, don't. oh defenseless, he's a defenseless receiver. He's not defenseless. He's a fuck you're going for the fucking ball. Yeah. Vegas has to make yeah, sure stop. they leave yeah. that open Have you, for interpretation. Yeah, if you don't want to be defenseless, <laughs> get a better quarterback that doesn't leave you out to dry. Right. Um, you know, it, like Fast. let's let's start there. Like let's let's yeah. let's remember that wide receivers go up and catch balls that are thrown by the guy on their team. Now, right. if he throws the ball in a place that le- that receiver has to stretch out for it right. and leave himself vulnerable, yeah. Well, that's on the that's on the quarterback. Like and, I, you, and I know there's a lot of people under, out there that don't understand how that works. You know, I'm and ninety nine percent of them have never put on pads before and never yeah, played right. at any level, and they're the ones that are usually the most vocal about that because they just don't get it. They and don't they're get like, it, yeah. Well, he's defenseless. You can't just go out there and hit him like like they think like you know you can see this coming from ten miles away, right. and you're like, oh, he's gonna leave his feet right there. Guess what I'm gonna do? Right. <gasps> like that they kid Thomas for the Redskins. Yeah, they think weekend. like they yeah, yeah like with Kareem. Smashed. I mean, Kareem Jackson definitely left his feet <laughs> and definitely smoked him. But he was aiming for his upper body where he caught the football. Well, but he block. left his feet. Right, and that he wanted was, to dislodge the ball again. I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying I. Uh, I, I think he should have been ejected. I think that's stupid. I think that that rule should be gone in the NFL. You should not get ejected for hitting somebody too hard in the NFL. This is the pros. This is what you signed up for. Okay, Division Two, II, Division Three. You want to eject guys, fine. But even Division One, like dog, this is what you came here for. Right, right. You you want to play at the highest level. You want to you want to man up. You will get smoked. People forget that football is all about imposing your will on another human being for sixty minutes. That's the point. That's what you do. And if you don't like that, then don't watch. Yeah. But for those of us that played it and loved that and would do it again in a heartbeat, you're ruining our game. Because you and your little vocal minor, your little vocal minority over there are people that just right. tune in, you know, once or twice a year to watch a game and they think they go, Oh my god, that's a so barbaric. I just sent the uh the, Shut the, up. No I just one sent cares. the Travis Hunter hit in case uh, you want to throw it up. Oh there. no, I have it. I have it already oh, queued perfect. up. Perfect, even better. Yeah, Sorry. I'm gonna show it. we're gonna play it right now. So oh, all right. let's check this shit out. I didn't see that angle. Well, so the- I played this angle because it just goes to show you how like how much of a hit that wasn't. No. Like there's there's so little contact. The fact that this lacerated this man's spleen or his liver or whatever it was. Yeah. Is is insane to me, but like you no, watch this in, makes sense. in real time, and it's like ball, and he just kind of throws a shoulder in there, and it's like that's pretty innocuous, dude. Like that's not that's not a vicious targeting shot. That's not a big hit. That's not even something I would like take. I would bat an eye at. No the shit. The only reason why that was a penalty is because a the NCAA is soft as fuck. B it was a star yep. player. And C, it was right in front of the official, and the kid got hurt. He went down. If he doesn't go down, he just kind of bounces off of him, probably no flag. 
But again, it's one of those things where if guys are getting hit, shit, I was in a I was in a fucking jump room really today. I probably tore my my groin off the off the bone just jumping around <laughs> like an asshole. Shit happens sometimes. You're running around, you're jumping. These are full force athletes. They're in peak pinnacle, uh, peak pinnacle performance. They're running full force. The guy hits them. It doesn't take a lot of uh, pressure to hit it. That angle actually showed it wasn't that big of a hit. That angle was just like, oh, he hit him. He knocked him out of bounds. The other angle looks very yeah, more damaged. I just smashed him in the kidneys, man. You ever get hit in the fucking kidneys? That shit hurts, yeah, yeah it hurts as shit. Yeah. So I broke that down frame by frame. From the time the ball glanced off of his hands to the time the hit was made, there was less than half a second time had elapsed. Right, right. Frame by frame. So... For all those people that want to sit there and look and say, like, oh, slow motion, slow motion. Yeah, dude. That was a half a second. Literally a half a second. Now do anything in your life at a half second's pace. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Did that kid get ejected for that? No, he no. didn't. He didn't. Which no. was oh. remarkable that he didn't okay, get ejected. Okay, because I thought, now I'm starting to think, I thought there was two plays ejected from that game because I didn't see that. I so, was at work, so I couldn't. Outside of that play... And then the ultimately the ejection of Kamara in the in the in the overtime. In the overtime, right? This game had the feel of a 19, 1988, 1986 University of Miami FSU game. Pure like, hatred. Notre Dame, like Catholics versus convicts. Like there was big hits. There was they were chirping. The refs were letting it go. Like that was this was an entertaining game, start to finish. Now. Obviously, the hit was the big controversy, and the fact that you know the Buffs ended up three and zero, whatever, was great. Right. But this game—if you watched this game—and I was fortunate enough to watch all of it, I watched the whole thing. Yeah. This was the most entertaining game I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Because it had that mid-eighties feel to it, where you're like, "Holy shit, they're letting them play!" Yeah. And not only are they letting them play, they're letting them talk shit afterwards, and right. you're like, "This is great." Yeah. This is fucking phenomenal. This and is, the Buffs were down pretty much. Um, like this is what while. I've missed. Yeah, they were down a decent amount in the fourth quarter, right? Well, they were. I think they were down, uh, was it 8 or 11 or Thir- something like that? No, I think it was, it was 11. Thir- oh, 11. I thought it was like 11 or 13 points or something like that. There was a deficit. They had like, to come back, score, and, and force overtime. Yeah, yeah it, it was. was but it was game. just, it was an incredible game. The feel of that game, though, it, like, forget the scoring and the plays, like, there was great play on both sides. You had a, the players hated each you know, other. You had the pick sixes. Yeah, big. You had you had big hits. You had shit talking like yeah. I haven't seen, and they let it go. And it was the best game I've seen all year. Now I wish there was somebody better in the broadcast booth. I don't know who was calling this game, but <laughs> oh, oh my god, I heard some was of the terrible. Oh man, can you just please? I okay, listen. I get it. I love Coach Prime, and I love the Buffs too. But can we please stop filleting them? Every single chance they get. Like, you've got Shador Sanders, right, poking a a guy in the eyes. And they're literally mid-sentence about how (laughs) grown he is and how mature and wise above above his years and how how poised he is and all this stuff. And then he does this. This was fucking great. Mm Mm-hmm. Not the volume. We, 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 have, we have volume for this one. Shador looks like he's a little bit rattled so far in this game. He's been hit more in this game early. So, but this is in the midst of them, like, in the... That was, like, like within minutes of them talking about how, like... What a great young they're man. They're basically talking about him like he's Gandhi right. on the football <laughs> field. Like, he's yeah. this, like, he's like this, like... 
transcendent being who can just like he's like like know all see all greatest quarterback athlete of all time and listen the kid's got poise he's got moxie i get it he's good but they did not stop waxing poetic about this dude for the entire broadcast and i'm not to say he's undeserving of the credit but like yo let's show some credit to the other side too well did you heard prime right and we don't need you out here outright defending the buffs let the buffs be the buffs like, you had Jason Whitlock saying that this game felt ghetto. You know, with all the flags and all the chirping and all the hits and everything else. And I'm like, really, dude? I'm like, you of all people should be in love with this game right now. Right, right. This is what we've been craving. This yeah. is what we've been wanting out of college football. I want Catholics versus convicts. I, if, 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 if Colorado is the new Miami... So be it. I, I got a new see, second favorite team then. Right, I want right. to see these men. I've always liked the bus for a while anyway, but if you heard if you Coach Prime shut down the first the first guy that came up to him post game conference when he was walking off on the field, all he was talking about was his kids, his kids, and he's like, Listen, enough of all that. My kids and my kids, like, I want to give credit to the other guys on the team. The whole team's great, and he shut them down like immediately. And yep. I'm like, man, they can't get off. Well, this. Prime gets it. Prime right. is a head coach. Gets it, and I have the press conference, the post game press, uh, his press conference from early, I believe it was earlier today, uh, talking about the Travis Hunter hit uh, and the death threats that uh, uh, was it Blackman has been receiving. Yeah, Black- Blackburn. 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 Sorry, Blackburn. Blackburn has been receiving. So let's play that real quick. So take a listen to this, because this again, this sums it up to me. Listen. You don't have to sit here and take my word for it. I only watch the film and pay attention every single week and do this for a living. So, you know, even though you might not believe what I'm telling you, I'm going to have Prime tell you what I believe and exactly Prime's going to tell you exactly what I said and he's just going to do it in his own words. Tell him Prime. Henry Blackburn, I want you guys to record this and run with this. Uh, Henry Blackburn is a good player who played a phenomenal game. He made a tremendous uh, hit on Travis on the sideline. You could call it dirty. You could call it he was just playing the game of football. But whatever it was, it does not constitute that he should be receiving death threats. That that's This is still a young man trying to make it in life, a guy that's trying to live his dream and hopefully graduate with honors or degree, uh, committed to excellence, and go to the NFL. He does not deserve a death threat over a game at the end of the day this is a game someone must win someone must lose everybody continues their life the next day very unfortunate i'm saddened if there's any of our fans that's on the other side of those threats i would hope and pray not but that kid was just playing the best of his ability and he made a mistake so I forgive him, CU, um, our team forgive him, um, Travis, is he's forgiven him, <laughs> let's move on. But that kid does not deserve that. For the record, Travis has not forgiven that kid, and he went on like a live Twitch stream, and he was like, fuck that dude. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That was like yesterday. Yeah. Well, maybe Prime talked to him after that. was uh, like, listen, hey, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You hey, better he's, forgive him. As, as, a, as the coach up there, uh, you know, the face of the buffs, he has to come out professional and say that the team forgave him. But he's r- No, but he's right. It's that was football, hard, dude. That was right. hard playing. No shit. He didn't go it in there. Happens, he didn't go in dude. there saying, "I'm going to try to hurt this kid." No nope. shit. He went in there saying, "At worst, 
I'm, I'm going to break. I'm going to. I'm going to. You know what? I'm going to go in there. I'm going to break this pass up. At worst, I knock this kid's block off, and he thinks yeah, twice gonna, about it for the I'm rest of the game. I'm going to pop this kid because it's fun. It's football. You dream of those situations as a defender. You really you do. You want to pop people. You're Absolutely. not trying to hurt the kid. You want to use the pads for what the fuck they're on your fucking body for. Yes. You want to fucking. You want to hear that. That nice like clack that when you can hear it audibly like from the fucking stands like whatever you know when they have the microphones and you can actually hear that pop you're like oh shit you don't hope the dude's fucked up and concussed or hurt or Absolutely whatever not. but you just like the action that's there what was the a fuck few, the point is there's that's a, what the point is there are a few players out there that actually go out there with the intent to hurt people. Like, all right, Vontez perfect, Bill Romanowski. Bernard Pollard against the Patriots. I mean, I don't think he tried to hurt anybody. <laughs> no, he, he just, just killed did. us. No, but I'm like, Jonathan guys, Vilma. guys that tried <laughs> that. that Because well, he was getting paid. But. Yeah. Well, you had, you know, but you had like like Vontez perfect and, and, uh, and Dominic no. and Sue. No, Vontez Perfect and, was an uh, attention Who piece was of the crap. other one I just said? Oh, Bill Romanowski. Albert Hainsworth. Albert Hainsworth. Like, those guys went out there and they, like, kind of tried to hurt you. Yeah, he You know, like, the they did, they did shit. shit that was outside the box. Now, then you had guys like more. a Steve Atwater or a Ronnie Lott or an Ed Reed or a Troy Polamalu or a Ray, Ray Lewis or Lawrence Taylor that would knock your absolute block off within the boundaries of the game. Right, the now, right way. Sometimes those. Boundaries get a little bit blurred, and though that you know, black and white turns a little bit gray. And for whatever reason, and maybe it's because we are getting a little older now. Like you know, I'm knocking on the door. I'm going to be 39 in January. I'm knocking on the door of 40. Most of the people I grew up with now, I think the difference is is like when you're 21, 22, 23, or 18 to 23, and you're playing this game at, at you know a high school or collegiate level. You're sitting there, and you're like. You always heard it. What did we say the other day? We're, we're at the gym talking to a couple guys the other day in the gym, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know when all of a sudden I, like, I became the old guy at the gym, but like all oh, of a sudden shit. I became the old guy. And, you know, you see, you know, I remember guys that were my age now telling me when I was 21, 22, like, yeah, that's good. Do it now while you still can because when you get to my age, that shit hurts and you can't do it anymore. And I was like, yeah, whatever, dude. I'm 22. I'm never going to fucking die. I don't care. And you're like, <laughs> and, then, and then all of a sudden, so like, true. and then all of a sudden, like a couple days, it feels like goes by. And next thing you know, you're like, ah, oh, why does my elbow hurt? Why does my leg hurt? Why does this knee hurt? Why is this like why this? Why my shoulders feel You're like, what the, the fuck? My shoulder? Yes. Yeah, my back never used to get sore. What the hell yeah. is this? So all of a sudden, like you become the old guy. And I think as we've gotten older, and I think this is what happens, right? You go from being that reckless, I'm never going to die, 18 to 24-year-old kid. And then as you get older, you get a little bit more in touch with your mortality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you start to understand, like, as the injuries mount up over time, pain starts to set in, and you become more conscious of things like, oh, man, like, I got to go to work tomorrow. I got to get up and do a job. Like, I can't get hurt. I can't play in that Sunday morning softball league anymore because last time I played, I went to round first, twisted my ankle, and I was out of work for six weeks. Right. You know. Got a mortgage shit, to pay, bro. Yeah, shit like that happens. And as you get older, you become more conscious, and that becomes on your mind more. So I think what happens is the people that are our age watching this game now, they don't put themselves in the shoes of the 22 21-year-old kid that's playing it, who's playing it like his life depends on it, or the guy in the NFL whose literal income depends on making these plays, mm -hmm. they put it in there. They're looking at it from their own point of view, like, well, yeah, there's no need for that. Why are you going to do that? Like, you know, I was playing in a flag football league 10 years ago, and some guy cheap-shotted a dude and put him in a hospital, and yeah, I was out of work for six weeks. It's like, 
yeah, okay, like cheap shotting in a your rec flag football league isn't the same as getting blasted in the NFL yeah. or D one college football, yeah. bro. Hey, that's lame as but, fuck, by the way. But <laughs> also, but, like, yeah. but we 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 talked about it all the time, right? Softball guy. Yeah, you know yeah. the guy that you play the guy that you play Sunday morning beer league softball with that goes sliding into second with his spikes up, trying to break up a double play like it's game seven of the World Series, and you're like, dog, I don't need to go to the fucking ER because I landed on your metal spikes. While you were sliding in trying to break up a metal, like, I don't need stitches because you're trying to break up a fucking double play. Yeah. Like, relax. It's not that serious. Just get out of the baseline. You're out. Who cares? Right. We're all just here to drink <laughs> beers and hit piss missiles. Like, right. deal with it. But we always had that guy. Have cool dresses. But I think as we've gotten older, and that's where I think, like, our group and, like, the people that we talk to and associate with most, because... I'm not going to lie, dude. I can name on one hand how many kids under like how many kids under 25 I talk to that aren't in my immediate family. Like, you know, like cousins wise. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't even talk to our immediate cousins. Sorry guys. Sorry. I mean, yeah, Hi. true. Like I mean, I don't what up? I, I might see with the holidays and talk to them, but yeah. that's it. They're off doing their own thing. But I think what happens is people start putting their own mortality into the and into these situations and injecting it and they're like, "Well, yeah, you can't have that. That hit that hit is that's that that hits ridiculous." That hits ridiculous, and you're like, why is that hit ridiculous? Because you're afraid to take it? Well, you're not taking it. Right. You're not the one that's out there putting your body on the line for whatever, whether it's a, a, a tuition, an NIL deal, an NFL contract. You're not the one putting your body on the line, so what do you fucking care? Right. But you, you want to go on social media and tell everybody how, how, what a good guy you are because you, you have empathy and you give a shit about pro athletes? Listen, spoiler alert, I really don't fucking care. If a guy gets hurt, hey, that's a bummer, man. I hate to see it. I don't want ever want anybody to get hurt. Right. But also, I understand that this is a byproduct of the game. And everybody who does it understands that. Right. Uh, I hope you get your money which, because your career could be that's very why, short. Why do you think I never blame a guy when he holds out and asks yep, for more money? Get your money, Why do you brother? think I never take the side of the owners of the franchises no. when, a, when a player says, I've outperformed my deal, I want more money? Because... That hit right there could, you know, lacerate your spleen or something like that, and now you're out for the year. You come back the next year, you tear an ACL in week one, fucking like Earl Thomas did, and all of a sudden you're flipping off Pete Carroll on your way off on the cart because fuck you, Pete. You just cost me millions. Right. Like, I get it. I understand that. But the problem is, is that you have this, the, these sanctimonious fans that just want to sit there and thump their chest and tell you how great of a person they are because they care more about player safety than you do. And yeah, I'm like, that's all bullshit. That's first of all, that's bullshit. Cool. I care about player safety. All right. If there's a blatant cheap shot, a la Warren Sapp on Chad Clifton, I have no problem outlawing that. Oh, that play. Hundred percent. It took me a while. I'm like, I'm like, well, I'd have first to of see all, it. I don't remember that one. Oh no, it was bad. If you don't remember, is this, just is Google this Warren Sapp, Raiders or Oakland Bucks. No, Bucks. he was in the Bucks. Still. I mean, um, uh, you Tampa. Yeah, sorry. And he was pissed that Clifton was getting the best of him all day, and so he fucking took him out and oh. just cleaned his clock to the point where. Uh, what's it? The head coach. Uh, what was his name? The dude, dorky dude with the glasses. Uh, Bruce Mott. Arians. No. Mott. No. <laughs> Blonde curly hair. Fuck. Blonde curly hair of a coach Blonde on who? Curly hair. The the Bucks at the time. No, the Packers. It was after uh, Andy Reid. Oh, um, um, Dave, not Dave. I know exactly what you're talking about. Packers My, coach. Oh, Mike Martz. Nope. That's Mike what Martz I was never the head coach of the Bucks. Not Packers. He wasn't. No. Mike Martz is the head coach of the Rams. The Rams. Fuck, yeah, you're right. Yeah, God damn it. While, yeah. Like Joey last night ruins my my goddamn joke I was making about Jake DeLone. <laughs> He's like, you, you must mean this year. And I'm like, kiss my ass. Yeah, I whatever, get up. bro. Yeah. Uh, Mike Sherman. Mike Sherman. Mike I had Sherman. Bring his picture up. You'll know him when you see him. 
Just Google him, dumbass. You got a phone right there. Facts. Never mind. Yeah, I can kind of see him. Yeah, yeah, I can um, remember him. But yeah, he was Mike Sherman like chastised Warren Sapp right on the field as that happened because he was like. He was like, oh, and Warren Sapp was like, oh, why don't you put on pads, bro? Why don't you put on pads and come out here? And it's like, and Sapp was totally in the wrong for that because what he did to Clifton was a legit cheap shot. That was a legit, okay, there's no, like, listen, we don't need that, dude. I get it. Keep your head on a swivel. Stay in the game. But that was on the Albert Hainsworth, I'm going to stop on Anthony Garrod's yeah, face kind of shit. Right. You're getting frustrated and you're trying to lash out. Yes, exactly. This is you getting you're, beat. That's exactly. And that's when games get dangerous is when guys get frustrated. Teams are getting the beat. Egos, Ego. Bro. And the ego, ego. gets in check. Them, so, them pro-athletic egos. But what dog. happened there wasn't, wasn't an issue. That was not an ego issue. That was a, this is a rivalry, an yep. in-state rivalry. We've been talking shit all week. Yep. And now we're going to lay it all out on the field, and yep. we've come to play. And even though you're 23-and-a-half-point favorites, we're going to let you know that we're here, and we're going to be here all night. Now, that sends a message, and that's part of the game. Whether people like to admit it or not, or they want to acknowledge it or not, that is very much a part of the game. And they've tried to legislate it out of the game because, you know, it creates hits like that, and then people get their panties in a bunch, and they say, they're like, eh, he was such a late hit, and he had no business doing that, and it was just, that was mean and cheap and rude. And it's like, no, that's called football, dude. I'm here to impose my will on you for 60 minutes. Mm -hmm. Now, some of you have not had the pleasure, a lot of you have not had the pleasure to know what that feels like. And I feel bad for you. Because I, I only got a very small taste of it. And the only thing that gave me was just a hunger for more. Like, I wanted more. And I'm pissed that I couldn't have played more. I wish I – if I had known I was going to grow up to be six foot three, 330 pounds, there is zero chance I wouldn't have played football my entire life. Right. That stripper thought you were a football player. I had the whole foxy lady duped into thinking I was Ron Brace one night. <laughs> Which is in shocking. Which a was Ron a Brace great night. Because, you know, I had, I had the entire – basically the entire city of Providence – Thinking I was a six foot six black guy that played. Joey, the Joey was doing the uh, the discount double check. Give it to me, Raju dance. Yeah, all day. Give it to me, Raju dance. Just doing the thing. One. Yeah. But what I was getting at is, when did we, as a society, go from loving big hits like this to to like now every time somebody makes a hit like this, it's like he needs to be banned and suspended for the year and get it. him off the field and he doesn't deserve to play. Great question. It's the league brainwashing you into believing that what you're witnessing is bad because they show you videos now of like look at these old men who used to play in the game mentally challenged. They're like they can barely right. even eat their cereal CTE, in the morning. Right. So like, yeah, yeah, he's 87 years old and he has uh, he has, he has dementia, like, no shit. But did you notice how like which I'm not painting a light picture, but I just think that they 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 want something that cannot exist if the game does. If the game exists, it 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 has to be played this way. There is no fairy tale land to make this like a fucking flag football league. Now it's flag football. It's not fucking real football. There is no way to change the game the way that they want to change it and still keep it what it is. It's just not possible. It, it, they're trying. And they're trying, but that's what I'm saying. It's ridiculous. And eventually it'll just, like Mark Cuban said, you know, the fatter the hog gets, the, the better the slaughter. Yep. So we went from celebrating hits like this that I'm going to show you right now yeah. to... If this hit happened today, oh, my God, my entire Facebook feed would be filled with a bunch of fucking soy boy vegans just <laughs> crying about how it's so barbaric. Soy boy vegans. Bradford 
Not a body within 10 yards lofting down the sideline for Johnson, and he is leveled by Major Wright. I mean, that hit? Come on, you fucking cunt. <laughs> Jesus. That hit was fucking perfect. That was, one of the, that was one of the best fucking hits. And did you notice what the receiver did? <laughs> the, the wording. Yeah, yeah. The wording, yeah. Did, you, did you notice what the receiver did? He dragged himself back to his feet and ran back to the huddle. Right. Because back, the next in, play. Because back in 2007, when that was the, atti- seven? the yeah. attitude was, don't let him see you hurt. Right. Don't let him. He hit you. Get up and go back. Uh, pff, yeah, whatever, bro. Nice hit. Loser. That's still kind of mentality on some yeah. teams. Some teams teach you to stay down now. Because they know if you stay down, you'll draw the flag. It's the LeBron James effect or the Manu Ginobili effect. Yeah, yeah. You know, I it's, mean, it's, 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 the Euro, it's the Euro trash soccer yeah. inf- that has infiltrated America. Like everything else that has infiltrated America, it's, we die from within because we're, we're too big and strong to die by external. So they got to kill us slowly from within. And you get these Euro losers that come over. They First, they start in the NBA. Then they infiltrate, you know, f- football. Then you get guys like Tom Brady who are out there, you know, going, eh, he came somewhat close to me. Finger on my face mask. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, are you fucking kidding me, Tom? Like 23 years. What do you want? But that was only a quick 16 years ago. I know. Like, and we th- thought it was getting bad back then. It was. We were like, man, it's really changed, bro. You can't do shit well, anymore. Because remember, remember in 04? 04 is when it really started, yeah. where like, you really couldn't like do anything to receive. They like, started throwing flag, flag, flag after well, every fucking Well, that throw. was different because the league wanted to have more offense. Because, because they, fantasy football was taking off. Fantasy yep. football was taking off, and they knew the that the games yep. they knew that the games with the higher scoring and shootouts were, were people left on and watched more. Right. And then that was big, bigger revenue for them. So it was twofold. Yep. It was bigger revenue because games were going to be higher scoring and people were going to be more likely to watch. And the fantasy football aspect, and that was before gambling became real. I know now no gambling's shit, right? real. Now they how, definitely want high scoring. Right, that's insane. How clever these people are! They're like, "Yo, people will just put the games on if fantasy's blowing up, and even if they're not watching it, they'll just put it on." Yes, you they know will. what I'm saying? Get the ratings. Up. It's you know what I mean, right? Because the, no one was tuning in. No one was tuning into Bengals Ravens at one o'clock on a Sunday no. afternoon. The game no. unless you had unless you, you had, had TJ Hushmanzada right. on your fantasy unless team. Unless you had a stake in the game. Exactly. Yeah. So like all of a sudden, like games that were completely irrelevant. Yeah. Now every game's relevant right, because right. somebody's got somebody on their fantasy team. Right. Cincinnati's now reaching a demographic in like Los Angeles and Texas. And, and that Florida was back when, when like when you if you were good at fantasy. It was usually because you followed the league more. And you knew something. And you already knew, like, okay, I know every number one wide receiver on all 32 teams. You take your Randy Moss, your Terrell Owens. I'll take Chad Johnson and, uh, you know, and TJ Hushmanzada and, right. you know, this guy, that guy, whatever. Marvin Harrison. You know, I'll go take Daryl Jackson from Seattle and get 10 quick touchdowns out of him. No right. big deal. You know, and you had plenty of guys to go around without, you know, because you had, you knew more. Now it's so just mindless and dumb that uh, like computer does it for you. Here's I mean, the next best guy. Yeah. Here's here, the next best guy. Right. And I mean, granted you had the cheat sheets, but I used to skip all over those cheat sheets. I'd be like, yeah, this guy's going to suck. This guy's going to suck. Give me this guy. Bro. I used to have to draft off the dome. Sometimes it'd be like the fifth round. That Dude, I, I showed up for like I five like or six the third round running back from Baltimore. Five or six Fuck. straight years. I think like me and Sean Vieira showed up to the draft with no cheat sheets. Yeah. We were just like, like, yeah, whatever. I don't know. Not that I did good. Don't I don't think that I did well with these teams. But I, I went literally to a, was. I went just to so a 
couple Super Bowls fight. during that period, but I just got yeah. unlucky because you know, like I went up against somebody who just like you know Antonio Brown on Christmas night against the Ravens goes off for you know a buck yeah. eighty and three touchdowns, and you're like, what the fuck? I, like I who's mean, that kid that just set his lineup that year and just let it run? And oh, that was out. 2012. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just picked a random year and I just put like Week One 1997 NFL scores just before. Like the big offensive boom. Yep. Week one, Indianapolis ten, uh, Miami who, sixteen. Wait, hold on. Who did we play week? Oh, let me tell you. Did the Broncos play the Seahawks week one that year? Uh, hold on, hold no. on. No, no. What year is this? Ninety seven. Ninety seven. Week 97 one. Ninety seven. Week one was it? Kansas City. Yep. Yeah. Kansas City. That was the uh, uh, that was the revenge game. For, again, uh, Neil you had Smith. John Elway throw for two hundred and fifty yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Terrell Davis, one hundred and one yards rushing, no touchdowns. They won the game nineteen to three. Imagine your two biggest stars, no touchdowns. Yeah. That's just like how big, like imagine like that's how the NFL was. Uh, the Jets versus Seattle. Well, this was a one-off, 40 to 3. Uh, Tampa Bay versus San Francisco, 13 to 6. Washington versus Carolina, 14 to 10. It's all low-scoring low games. Scores. It's just well, but, if you remember, like like week one, ninety-eight. I think it was uh, Jets Niners. That was the the uh, Garrison Hurst overtime run, the ninety-nine-yard touchdown. Right, Remember that? right, 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 right. Yeah. But I'm j- I just mean, like, that was, like, a big thing. Like, half of those games you could barely even, like, who gives a shit about? It was less than, like, 20 points scored total. Like, people don't care about that anymore. Like, if it's not 24-21 every game, people are like, oh, that game sucked. They want to yeah. see double-digit. They want to no, They want to see 20s, 30s on average every Everybody game. Everybody wants to see 31-27. Every time. Every week. And they're like, oh, every we, game, every we, week. we need it to be competitive all the way through the entire length of the game. Right. It's just, but it's just garbage. It's like that that Monday Night Football game with the Rams and the Chiefs a couple years ago, where everybody was fawning all over. Oh, the, the mustard oh, ketchup, the, greatest, the condiments that game. That was the greatest game of all time. I'm like, that game sucked, dude. It was just busted oh. coverage after busted coverage. It was that Todd Gurley still, or was that? Uh... Yeah, that was Todd Gurley, Jared Goff, uh, Evan uh, Everett was the tight end. Okay, yes, he was. Uh, Cooper Coop. No, Cup wasn't on that team yet. I think he was. No, he was a rookie. No, that was too long ago. It was 19, right? No, it was... Was it 19? I thought that was 2017 that game happened. No, because it was... Dude, I'm pretty sure I saw that game in South Carolina on my one-year anniversary. I think it was two that I think it was September 2017. No, it was 18, because that was the year the Rams went to the Super Bowl. So it was 18. It was 18? Yeah. Oh, it was two years off. Okay. But I definitely saw that on my anniversary weekend. And it was just like a, a shit show of like plethora of people. Cooper Cup has only been in the league five years. Yeah. Uh, let's see. 54-51 they lost uh, at the Rams on November 19th. Of what? 2018? Yeah. Who's, who was the receivers for the, for the Rams in that one? Dude, why can't I remember this right now? I can't remember one goddamn receiver on the, on the Rams. Uh, let's see. You had Brandon Cooks, Josh Reynolds, Robert Woods, Tyler Higby, Gerald Everett. Yeah, you're right. There wasn't. There was no. Uh, Cup was no. drafted in like 2019, 2020. Yeah, he must have been the next year then. And then he didn't blow up until like two years in. But yeah, I mean, Goff only had four touchdowns that night. Yeah, I know, but to that score, was that to, was Todd Gurley most of the game. Though. No, but I know, but to score 54 and your quarterback only have four, I mean, that's Sun's off. That's rare. That's rare. But that was why that game sucked. Like. I mean, it was great entertainment-wise, but it wasn't a good football game, per se. People were, people were voting that game of the century. Dude, I, we, I we took calls on that game that night after, 
And we were taking calls from people, and they were like, that was the greatest football game I've ever seen. I'm like, really? Because Did you they, just be, start watching football be, this year? No, like, because they, they were like, I play Madden, and it's like that. So that's why it was great to yeah. me. That's, and that's the and other, that, and that's, that's a Madden effect. That's another effect of it. Madden. Like, people just Video get, games. It's that ADHD, shiny, I need, need like, that, that instant gratification need that we have as a society now. Yep. And that's all, and it's it's infiltrated everything. And it's gotten to the point now where people get mad at defenders hitting wide receivers because they know deep down, like subconsciously, they don't even realize it, but subconsciously they're like, oh, that's going to make this a lower scoring game or that yep. could ruin this game for me because that guy's on my fantasy team or it's not going to be as high scoring or I'm rooting for that team and I want them to win and that's it. It doesn't matter. You know who? I, I, if it's if it's my guy that does the hurting, then fine. But if it's not, then fuck that guy. Right, hundred. You know, and you're like, uh huh. And, and you just it. and you just see the hypocrisy, man. I've I've long said it on this show. Sports brings out the hypocrisy in, in fans, like you've like every single every single chance it get, like every chance, it never fails, because you have you have people that will sit there and say, you know. If a guy on the Patriots gets a DUI tomorrow, all of New England will be defending him. Well, you know, he was only he only blew a point oh. It was only point fifteen. You know, only a point oh two zero zero one. You know, it wasn't even like that close to the legal. It was just barely the legal limit. Uh, but if a guy on the Ravens gets a DUI, or like you know, if uh, or or uh, oh, it's massive bias. Or or, or if Tyreek Hill gets a DUI, massive bias. It's like fuck, throw him out of the league. There's no place for that in here. And you're like, all right, settle down. Oh, okay? the, the Tyreek Hill stuff. Oh, my Tyree God. Tyreek Hill beats his wife, though, or his kids, though, doesn't he? Beats his kid, yeah. And his pregnant Which wife. Which is why, I, all right, so let's yeah, shift gears shit. a little bit. Let's shift gears to the NFL because we got a lot to get into the NFL, too. Uh, seven, seven, four, a lot for the NFL tonight. 774-992-8702. I almost gave out my personal number again. Which Whoops. Is, i got to stop doing that. <laughs> uh, give job. us a call if you want to get in on some of this. So let's start with the Patriots-Dolphins game. Because uh, there was a couple of good storylines from that. We'll get into the the Jets and the Cowboys, and you know how the Jets are. Uh, the Jets are doing exactly what we all knew they were going to do. Um, well, but are they? Well, though? once they once they lost Aaron Rodgers, yes, yes, we yeah. knew this was going to happen. Uh, we we kind of had a feeling it might happen anyway. I didn't think he was going to get hurt for the season, dog. I figured he was going to get hurt at some point because that offensive line is terrible, and Zach Wilson is not good. And he's running for his life as well. But and then I want to get into this Pittsburgh Cleveland game from last night because oh my just god the lulls the circus <laughs> the circus that is the Cleveland Browns is fucking great great stat. Oh, that's right, you have the stat. Don't fucking forget that. No, I won't. Um, but let's talk a little bit about your Patriots, Sean. Uh, you want to talk about the the fan dying first? Yeah, let's do that real quick. Because that was that was in the last. Oh, I heard about that. What the hell? So he's from Maine, right? No, uh, New, Hampshire. New Hampshire. He's from Manchester, New Hampshire. So yeah. it's not that far of a drive. It's like two hour drive. Was he fifty or sixty years old? Fifty something. He's been a thirty year season ticket holder. And what's, he was, the, what's the story? Fifty three years old. Fifty three years old. He was with his son. His son's like twenty two or something like that. And uh, Dolphins fan wearing a Tyreek Kill jersey. Important part of the story because it gets better later on. Uh, this they get into an argument, altercation, back and forth because the Dolphins fans talking shit to people. And the rumor is from fans in attendance is that this guy is giving it back to him like, yeah, dude, just shut the hell up. Like, like you right. come, like you come here thinking you're tough as shit. Blah blah blah. The guy, more than likely drunk, and because they're not releasing that Dolphins fan's name right now, which I think they're probably gonna do legal charges. Turns around, clocks this dude, 
knocks him out while clocking him because he's a bigger, older... I mean, he's 50-something, but he's not in good health. Right. So knocks him out, and when he hits the ground, hits his head off the ground, and goes immediately into a coma. That's it. And then stops breathing. They start doing chest, compre- chest compressions. Mm-hmm. That's how our great-grandfather and did. Yep. Chest compressions, and, and then all of a sudden, they like the whole section knew... And the people that called in, I think they had people calling to WEI ninety eight five, and they wanted, they wanted this anonymity. This is in the stands. This is in the stands. Oh, this is they they wanted. They said we'll talk about it, but we want complete anonymity. We don't want people to call us. We don't want to be involved. We don't want to be involved with the court. People in the stands know it's going to get to court because they don't like. They're like, we don't want to give our names. We don't want to talk about it, but we'll tell you what happened. And they said we all knew he was dead. They said they were moving people like they. The Patriots don't move entire sections because they have nowhere to put them. So they're right. like they cleared out the entire section. At what point in time was this? At this the was game? like the third third quarter of the game. Like the game was hot and heavy. Oh, and then they wow. moved. They moved that entire section was abandoned because they had to move into other sections and standing room only. And they gave them like VIP spots because they just wanted to put these people elsewhere to get them away from this. And they said all the, said everybody in attendance, like people were cheering everything for the game. Still, they said. But we knew that guy was dead. Like, like they, they all cool. knew. I thought they just found a guy in the parking lot Absolutely or something. Not. Like, no, dead no, no. from alcohol yeah, poisoning or um, something. Like, I didn't know that this was like a straight murder or so manslaughter the in the fucking stands, dude. What's that? I, have the, I sent the video to us in the chat. Okay. So, wow. so I heard a guy. Wow. So I didn't know I, that. I'm going to, while Joey's pulling that up. Gillette's- while Joey's pulling that up, I, a couple of things. Because after this game, Tyreek Hill... Tap dances around. Oh, you know, Patriots fans. Give us the scene, yep. You know, Patriots fans are the scummiest in the league, Like, and, I, and I'll stand on that. And he's saying, like, like tap dancing around, they were calling him the N-word. And for a fact, I know that didn't happen. I, I, don't, I don't care. I don't care if you call me a racist. I don't care if you think I'm a piece of shit for what I just said. You are 100% wrong. There are 70,000 people in that fucking stadium. I have 10 angles of this, this Patriots fan dying. Ten angles from ten right, different cell right. phones. Wait, and not one saying... person can find me anything negative they said to Tyreek Hill. Because I yeah. know Patriots fans were trashing him saying, you're a child beater, you beat pregnant women, you're a piece of shit, you're a scumbag. Right. He didn't like hearing that. Because they are relentless. I will guarantee Patriots fans are relentless. Like, if you have a personal problem, like you're a woman beater, you're a child beater, Patriots fans, I will. I guarantee you, alive, they, will, they will relentlessly. Wait, any even, fan base. Even bro. if you. Patriots, any fan Patriots, base. Philadelphia. Any, anytime you get to any, if you do any of that, and you show to an opposing team's like, I mean, remember that time when To uh, overdosed? They, he had the accidental mm-hmm, overdose, mm-hmm. and he oh, showed yeah. up to Philly for the Dallas game, and Philly was going od 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 od. That was great, and that was fucking hilarious. That's and To was like, hey. To was like. That was pretty good. But that was what he was doing. His <laughs> T.O., 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 yeah, T.O. because he's like, he he's like Philly's got great fans. What can I say? <laughs> he and, played. And he played, right? And he, But you know what he did? He played through it. He manned up. Yep. He didn't bitch and complain. Took it in stride. And he took it in stride. Unlike Tyreek Hill, who doesn't take anything in stride. And again, this comes back full circle to me, like, which is why I fucking hate LeBron and Kyrie and Tyreek Hill and Adam Jones and Torrey Hunter because they make me defend Boston fans. Even though Boston <laughs> fans are the absolute fucking worst, they are some of the least educated, most ignorant fans I've ever met in my entire life. Thank Live you. action, not no, you. No, no, not no, 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 no. No offense. On behalf. But I kind of put like Patriots fans right along like with like Philly and Baltimore. <laughs> No, we're no, we're there. They're no, Baltimore's bad. a different level of love. No, no, Baltimore will. will I think it's like Philly and New England, and then Baltimore's worse. But like, and dude, don't forget Oakland. The Bay Area is the, pretty bad. But the thing that I'm talking about, I'm sorry, I'm going to cut staff. off on this thing. Is real quick. 
the thing about Patriots fans is you'll hear the trashiest shit, and me and Joe know this from experience, out of, like, the 45-year-old wife that's with her husband and shit at the game. You'll it's always hear the, white the trashiest women. shit. Oh, it's always the white trash from, white From, like, women. the older white women named, like, you know, I don't know, they came on the Harley or something. Yeah, or whatever. And Your vet. Shout out to yeah, all the Eleanor's, They just my got bad. done smoking a couple Marlboros, and they're like, yeah, go fuck your mother. And you're like, yo, lady, like, you're here with, like, your daughter who's, like, 14. You're, like, the almost daughter's 50. Smoking oh, and, 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 the daughter, like, and the daughter's like, get him, mom. Yeah. And then, and then I look at the husband, I'm like, like, yo, you're gonna get your dog on a leash because nope. I don't want to have to slap you. Yeah, meanwhile, this nope. guy, yeah, meanwhile, he's over there checking out and checking his blood sugar from his pump. No, no, yeah. the best is people spying on other people now, really off topic. People zooming in on their conversations because people uh, have the you have it because I can read your conversations. But if I ever look over at your phone and you're in yeah. text message, you have your font on like that. Do I? Yeah, your font is huge. I, I got old man font. <laughs> <laughs> so, I didn't realize it. So people like dirty talking to like their missions oh, like yeah. that. And remember the people zooming guy? in. Yeah, remember that guy? I want to suck your toes or whatever the hell oh, he was talking about. He was getting bad so, with this chick. So to, go, to, to bring it all back, yeah. Tyreek Hill can't stand the dude at all. He's one of those people. He's like on my list with like Kyrie, James Harden, guys I just can't stand as sports athletes. Right. Tyreek Hill, the field insanely talented person. I would never want to see you in a Patriots uniform. Ever in my life, even if I, even if they said, I will guarantee you a Patriots Super Bowl appearance, I would say no, thank you. So I Dead know, ass. I know right, what right. shitty fans, Patriot fans, can be. But in all my life of going to different games, whether it be Gillette, the Garden, Fenway, whatever, yep, I've never once heard anybody be belligerently racist, no, towards a player on the field or anybody else in the stands, no. Now. I'm not saying it doesn't so happen because right. I'm one of, you know, anywhere from 30,000 to 70,000 people in that area at one time. I'm sure at some point somewhere it might have happened. Absolutely. But Tyreek Hill, LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, all these guys, that's what they do. That's their MO. They shit on Boston. They're like, yeah, they're racist as fuck. It's like, nah, man, they just get under your skin so bad to the point that you re- that you react. And then the only way for you to justify your overreaction to them, uh, to them just chat razzing you is for you to be like, well, they said something. They said something racist. Right, right. Oh, uh, uh, it's spe- like, nah, dude, he's just heckling yeah, you, bro. Yeah, they just just smell at the shit out of it. Remember like, four or five years ago, Tyron Mathau was a safety on, on the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Brady cooking that defense all day. Tyron, after the game, he goes, Brady said some. Uh, you know, I can't repeat what Brady said to me, <laughs> but it was basically along the lines of you know something that can't get repeated. But you know, he's from Boston, so. And it was like subtle jab, like of course, like oh yeah. Brady's being Brady, California boy is racist because he's in Boston. I was gonna say he's not from Boston. And then yeah. the amount yeah. of players in the league that came out and were just like, "Dog, you're wrong." Like we know Tom, and he never would say anything like that. You, you you're just mad. <laughs> Have he was you ever beating seen the shit that guy dance? He is not saying stuff like that. No, <laughs> listen, Brady like- is a legendary shit talker on the field. Right. That's well but, known, but, but, but he's just, also Tom Brady. He's not dumb enough, first of all, to put himself in that position. And second of all, that, that's the thing, but that's what we've become as a society again. It's just yeah. a crutch. It's the man just, played, what, 23 years? Yeah. And the yeah. first thing that came out about him was he was getting a divorce from his wife? Yeah. That's the, that was the worst that's thing. It. That's it. Well, he, well he a couple cheat, divorces. He cheated, yeah, he cheated I'm, on the other I'm woman. I'm talking off-field. Yeah, well, oh, I thought you were talking about the flake and stuff, but no. No, no, no. no but anyway. I wish we went back to cheating. But shit. When, I, but when it comes to oh, when, it, when, but when it comes to Tyreek Hill and whatever he has to say about New England fans, scum. 
I don't know. I, I mean, even I'm taking that with a grain of salt because oh, I don't believe him. Yeah. I listen. I know. Listen. I I, I was. I've had to fight my way out of Gillette more times than I can count, and we're gonna sh- we'll show you the video here in a second of what happened to this guy. I don't know if they show it. They just it's a sadly news clip. they do show it. They do show it. So yeah, brace yourself for that. We'll give you a minute, but it's a, it's just a, it's a quick punch. It's in a crowd of people, and yep. but again, like like to, to to prove your point and Paul's point and my point, you have I have ten am- camera angles of this guy dying essentially yep. from this punch, and I can't find one person video recording Tyreek Hill saying one bad thing. And then the other thing that gets under my skin too is that the media, the national media pretends that 100% of the attendance at Gillette is white. They say basically no minorities can afford tickets in Boston. It's all white people and all the white people together chant those hateful things. It's like, first of all, like... That is incredibly well, that's, racist to say that's by your, itself. That's your Bomani Joneses, your Jamil Hills. But why does a northern Lepitards. city, a northeastern city, get labeled as the most racist the bluest, motherfuckers the bluest, out of like, like, but across the whole sports spectrum, basketball, But you go to Tuscaloosa football, and they're like, yeah. Yeah, but I'm like, but none of these other southern cities get labeled that out of all places. Like, bro, Boston gets labeled as a racist. You ever met somebody actually from Tuscaloosa? No. Maybe, no, maybe. I'm just saying, like, to these oh, people, like, have you ever right. actually talked to somebody right. from a remote town in Alabama? Yeah. Ugh. No, you know that old try that in a small you know. town shit? But, Joey, <laughs> I, I read that article from 1960 that said, like, there were several black fans that didn't like Bill Russell because he was black. I read that. You Wait, know that, there were right? several black fans that didn't like Bill Russell. Oh, no, there were several fans that didn't like Bill Russell because oh. he was black. Oh, yes, there were several, tens of fans that didn't like him because he was black. When's but, this back in the 60s? Yeah. But, but I have it oh. on paper. I have it in paper. I wonder why. Yeah. I have it in and on paper. Yeah, oh. so that means that means it definitely happened. So, yeah. But that's like, you know, but that goes back to the same the same shit with, like, Tory Hunter. You know, Tory Hunter's telling telling uh, telling WEI that, you know, there's there's this group of, like, a dozen kids all chanting the N word at him while all their parents are sitting behind him next to him, like laughing and high fiving each other. Ha ha ha! Go, good job, kids. You show, you show that. Right, right. You show him, and it's like, dude, that didn't happen. This is like twenty. This is the modern era, dude. Somebody would have been filming that, like Sean said, that this fight broke out, and there's ten different camera angles of it. Yeah, we can't get a single camera angle of, of somebody saying a racial slur at Tyreek Hill. Really? Uh, there's a million cameras. Somebody caught it. Somebody would have caught it. It would have happened, but we don't have it. So, you know, whatever. Here's the ones we do have. <laughs> yeah, here's what we do have. And again, viewer, viewer discretion advised on this. Someone's life is lost in this video. At Gillette Stadium. We heard a commotion, which happens in stadiums that was a punch all right the there. time. It was not the action on the field, but rather in the stands that had people on their feet. That's we it. looked up and we just saw a bunch of people standing like around in an area. And there were, you know, a lot of the people that were standing around were filming with their phones. Cell phone footage obtained by NBC10 shows Patriots and Miami Dolphin fans going toe-to-toe at Sunday night's game. You can see them wrestling amongst each other. And at one point, a Dolphin fan is caught throwing a punch at a man wearing a Pats jersey. Witnesses tell NBC10 the Pats fan identified as 53-year-old Dale Mooney of Newmarket, New Hampshire, went unconscious. He was rushed to the hospital after officials say he suffered a medical episode and died shortly after. No sport is... So heart. suffered a me- medical episode and died shortly after. So you have to wonder if he went on an unconscious, had a heart attack, a stroke, something along those lines. Well, yeah, you, like, you said he was in bad health. He had a con- he had conditions or something. Well, he, or we they, don't... no, they said he was in bad health, and you know they said he was he went into a coma immediately after hitting the ground. So 
while in a coma, could have had a heart attack, stroke. Well, yeah, I wonder because well, if he died from if he because like if you get knocked out and then fall and hit your head, like that's involuntary manslaughter. Like you're going to prison. Oh yeah, you're going. And, you know, like, and notice how nothing has come out. You can't find you can't find anything about the Dolphins fan. You can't find exactly how he died. Well, this is we all attorneys because you have a potential murder case on your Bingo. hands. Yeah, that, all... believe that Dolphins fan still in Massachusetts. If he wasn't from the state, you mm-hmm. can believe that. <laughs> Don't go anywhere, bro. I, I I am I am. That's crazy. The, to me, it's just absolutely fucking insane. Like, and it looked like a young Dolphins fan from behind because they, they show the video and he looks like he's like twenties. And you just punch a fifty-something. I mean, dude, the man, amount of people like, I punch in the face at Gillette Stadium in my twenties, <laughs> like I can't even fucking count anymore. Yeah, I'm just, and, and again, I'm so it's... thankful nothing like this ever happened to me because I was never one to start shit. Like I would talk shit and have a good time, and like, yo, we would we would go back. We, you know, we could have a verbal back and forth all day. I never, ever, ever, ever once, hand to God, on Kevin Soul started a physical altercation there. I finished a bunch of them. But I never started them. Yeah. And there was, one, there was one time, it was 2005, I was with PJ, and we were in the north end zone right in front of the lighthouse by the bridge, and the Colts, we were there for Peyton's first win um, uh, in Gillette on a Monday night. On a Monday, Monday night. night. And I got my Reggie Wayne jersey on, University of Miami beanie, and I'm with PJ, and we're both bigger individuals. And we're leaving the stadium, and there's like six or seven dudes harassing us on the way out through the concourse. And we're just like, yeah, whatever, dude. Like, fuck you. 4021. Fucking hold that out, bitch. Like, and we're getting ready to bounce. We're heading back to the car. We're leaving. And next thing you know, like, they kind of corner us, like, in a portion of the concourse. And they, like, kind of, like, surround us. This kid's ripping his pretzel apart and throwing it at me. One of the girlfriends, like, throws a beer at me. And meanwhile, there's two state troopers. So Foxborough PD, I don't remember what they were. I'm pretty sure one was a trooper and one was a PD. One was definitely a trooper. And it's an older guy, older trooper. You can yep. tell he's got a little... Because nobody... No young cops get those details right, in right. stadium details. It's all the guys ah, that get some time yeah, in that get yeah, those. Yeah, they can win those. Right? Yeah, you know, they... they that, so, it was older dudes. And I look at the dude, and he's, like, watching everything going on. I'm like, yo, like, you going to do something? Because I'm going to if you're not. And he looks at me, he just goes, wrong jersey, pal. Turns around and walks away. And I was like, that's a green light to me. Yeah. <laughs> Three one pieces later, me and PJ are walking out and they're going, dude, what the fuck? What the fuck, man? Yep. You know, that's all we're hearing is we're walking away. Yeah. And three dudes are laying on the that's ground. That's why I don't even fucking wear, like, my opposing jersey shit to any, like, games or anything. Unless, like... I won't go to Gillette unless I'm wearing the opposing yeah, jersey. Yeah, I don't even wear that shit anymore. I go, I go with Monique I... and shit. I'm like, I don't need any garbage. But I'm you like... got to be smart. You can't just go clocking people. And luckily, I've grown older. You know, that was, I was shit, 2005. I, don't, I wasn't even 21 yet. I will say I love. Anytime I travel, I wear as much Patriot shit as I possibly can. Yeah, and it gets Bro, a rise. It 20. gets a rise out of someone no, every 20. time. Yeah, I wasn't even twenty one yet. When I, was. I mean, every I rock time. my cold shit places and stuff like that. People get like, really upset about Patriot shit. Yeah, especially in Florida, they yeah. get really upset. <laughs> well, yeah, because everybody hates the Patriots. That's why everybody was loving them losing on Sunday night because yeah. they were like, they're like, yeah. It's, you know, it never oh, sucks to see them so, lose. So and Bill's sassy little challenge flag, which I loved. Dude, I I love that. I swear to God. By the way, I'm so pissed. The, older, I, the older I get, the more I love Bill Belichick. Like, because the he's, more, a, he's an old, angry old man. That's, and he's just the best. He's just the best, dude. But I, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. With shit. Joey, Joey is the only person that has my back, it feels like. And I am so against 
Patriots fans at this point. Like, I don't go on Facebook and talk to anybody anymore. Right. I can't have a civil conversation with everybody. Everyone's like, Mac Jones is dog shit. If you watch the first two weeks of the ga- of, of the season and you think Mac Jones is the fucking problem, then you are a you are the fucking dumbest moron. piece of shit <laughs> in the world knowing football. But we've known that for a while now. It's Matt, not Mac no, Jones. Matt, Lack- Matt, last year, Mac Jones was garbage. and But that was like a, a, whole, pro- a whole, whole problem. Yeah. Right now, Mac has nobody to throw to. No number one. He's just launching balls. It's hitting the guys in the hands. The guys are dropping it. It's just a shit show on offense. And the Patriots deserve to lose against Miami. 100%. Sure. If the Patriots won that game, it would have been one of those undeserved, like, you lucky won this game because you didn't deserve that That's win. That's kind of how I would have felt the Broncos pulled it out against Washington. Yeah. Like, yeah, we should have won this game. We, we, we should have lost this game, but we never should have been in this position to lose it. So right. by winning it, it's like the result was the way it should have been. But shame on you for even letting it get to this point. It would have right. still felt like a pseudo loss. Right, right. Well, we did an excellent That's, job. Well, why, of, dude, why do you think the Colts-Texans game still kind of feels like an ant to me? Because I'm like, bro, we that gave being up said, That being said, Russ is going to go to Miami and drop his dick on the Dolphins' shoulder on Sunday. Watch. That'd be nice. Well, I, I mean, I, I can't believe how well the Patriots' defense held the Miami offense. But then the defense can only be on the field for so long before some play is going to get let go. It's yeah, just like, they get gassed, it's like guys, like, like we've been on the field for like 40 minutes. Like, yeah, can yeah. somebody like Fuck. fucking score? Can you get a first down? And no like, shit. You know, so, drive, but like, like I, I love, I still love watching the game. I have a lot of problems with the offense, but we need to talk to have a serious conversation about the officiating. A lot of these calls make no goddamn sense. Dude, there have been so many no calls sense. in the first two weeks already that I'm just like, what are we doing here? It's been some crazy-ass calls. What are we doing? Horrible first of all, calls. so let's play this. Let's play the Cole Strange lateral play real quick. because Last play of the game. Last play of the game. Good, I didn't see this. I thought this was a first down. I thought the game was still alive. Joseph, it was a first down. His arm was over the first down marker, but they're like, you can't yeah. tell. That was been a thing this week that I noticed, too, is the spotting. Spotting's been fucking horrendous, bro. Usually it, the first, like, three, four weeks of the season, the officiating's usually dog shit. Then it gets better for a couple weeks, and then it becomes very selectively shitty. Right, like where the, when you the know, playoffs come. Yeah, yeah, or, like, when, like, you know, like, like all right, like, where's the money at the half on this game? Like, all <laughs> right. oh, the money moved over to this side. We're going to make sure they cover. Okay. Like the, like the Rams... Uh, uh, kicking the field goal with 10 seconds, uh, last play of the, the game of to course, cut the spread. That's like, so fucking obvious, you're bro. Like, you're like, oh, okay, what the fuck are we doing here? You're not going to take a shot at the end zone? Why? That was the Rams-Niners. I do have an explanation for that. At least I can somewhat rationalize that, but let's watch this first. Okay, the call in the field immediately is first down. I just see a Chris Collins. Can I was just saying, I'm so glad you said it. I was like, can we pay attention? We're going to play it again. <laughs> just pay attention to Chris Collinsworth <laughs> contributing absolutely nothing to this. He doesn't say anything. He's like, make noises. Listen, it's wild. Like what is what is Chris Collinsworth doing? Like why is he Tony Romoing this? Like he was like, ooh, I don't know, Jim. <laughs> that was the first thing I noticed. Listen. Wow, they gave him a shit spot on that. No, I, no, no. So immediately the spot after that, was after good. That play, they said first down. 
Then all of a sudden, there's a pause in the game, and they said we're going to review it. Which did the, the, there was no wow. challenge flag. There was no challenge because it was under and two it minutes. It wasn't a scoring, right? It was under two minutes, but it's not a scoring play. So why? It was a call from New York. They said in the broadcast. Exactly. Of course it was. Which again, I said when they started doing this, this was going to fucking backfire. And it was like, no, it'll be great because then they'll get more calls right. I'm like, you're <clears throat> so fucking ignorant if you think that New York was going to be able to buzz in and be like review that play because they wanted to get it right. Right. They no, just got off they the phone get in Vegas. They want to get it right for Vegas. Like I, I, the amount of people that still don't understand this is beyond me. Like I just I don't under like it'll it'll never cease to amaze me. Listen the players can't be in on a fix. That would be too big of a scale. The players have to play the game. But the NFL can institute all these subjective rules and have all these different review processes and all these different little nooks and crannies that they can fire file things away into of course. so that they can fix they can make sure that you know it's at least not going to hurt too much right i am i am again even if they get that first down i'm not saying they win that game because they'd have to tie <laughs> that game not win the game okay i'm <laughs> upset with the call because earlier in the game that marte mapu hit where he was in the air jalen waddle i love Again, Samoan. You know how I feel about Samoans. You love him. Oh my God, Hufanga has been killing it this whole season. I'm he's, like, I can't, I can't even believe he's, it. He's sneakily defensive player of the year. Right I now. would draft a whole team of Samoans. I would call them like the Wild Samoans or some shit. I don't Sneaky fucking care. Athletic, high motor. No, no, not <laughs> no, even. They're no. just Samoan angry, just, violent. Yeah, yeah. So no, that's a that's a white guy. I know, I know. Yeah. So that hit that call for the uh, uh, hitting a defenseless receiver. Bullshit. This call was clearly over the line. They show multiple angles of his arm. Imagine this is the line right here, if you can see on the, on the film. His arm goes like that each time. Then they show it from an angle two yards in front of the marker, and the, and Vegas is like, he's short. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he's two yards in front of the marker, and you're saying it's short. It's thinking angles. I couldn't, it was I bad. Was, I couldn't believe it. Like, And you know me. I've never, I, I'll root for ISIS before I root for the Patriots. But at the same time, I I call it as I see it. Now, how many times have the Patriots been a beneficiary Tons. of that type of call Tons. over the last 20 years? Oh, yeah. More than I can even fucking remember. Pendulum swings. I get it. And you know what? It's nice to see the Patriots get fucked a little bit. I just, However. I just feel bad because, again, it's it's being taken out on Mac. It has nothing to do with him. It, it doesn't have it. But, again, anybody, who's, anybody who thinks Mac Jones is the problem after the first two games – Clearly doesn't watch football. Those are the same people that think Russell Wilson is the problem in Denver. Thanks, it's man. just like, no, you're just not paying attention. They're moving the ball you at will you in just Denver. Don't, you just don't, you don't get it. Like, like every not, time, You don't watch. Every time I, like, you know, the ticker comes on. Like, I can't watch Denver games because obviously it's not in the market. I see the ticker come up. It's like Denver, uh, first in this, in the, the in the opponent's 30, like uh, the 30-yard line. And I'm like, they're moving the ball at will and the scoring. It's just the defense this year is just the exact opposite of what you expected. Yeah, well, Vance yeah. Joseph, you know, who, who knew? Bringing Vance Joseph back Man, might not be a great you idea. You said that Rex Ryan video. There Rex Ryan was mad. the screen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do we have the Rex Ryan video? I could pull that up. You want me to get it? Yeah, pull it. that. Yeah, throw the that. Rex, Rex Ryan's like, I wanted that job, bitch. <laughs> Rex Ryan was literally like, I wanted that job. They'd have been the number one defense in the league right now if I right, had it. Right. And they'd be 2-0. Oh. And uh, But, no, that, that play was, that was a bullshit call. I can't. I couldn't find the video of uh, Cortland Sutton getting absolutely mugged in the end zone against the Redskins to end the game after the hail mary was. You know, the prayers were answered on the hail mary. Yeah. And then they go and they run the two point conversion to tie it, and Cortland Sutton's wide open, going to the left, gets mugged because the the defender's just like fuck, I'm beat, yep. and just mugs him. 
And they just go, and they're like, yeah, that's cool. Okay. And everybody's looking around like, really? In 2023? That's okay. That's okay. Where, where's the where's the two minute review from from New yeah? York? Where's 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 New York buzzing and being like, hey, we got to review this or or you know because I know they did away with the uh, the uh, uh, pass interference reviewable thing, right? Um, but still, I'm, which I'm was looking good. around that's after real, I saw uh, the end but, of the game and I'm like, but the pa- that's re- it. Reviewing it's... reviewing pass interference was the dumbest thing ever because they Just never they never they never overturned their own call anyway. One way or another, they right, were never like, like, yeah, I'm not making myself look wrong. Yeah, they're like, no, I got that shit right on the field. Bitch, what are you talking about? Right. I'm grown. You think I'm going to question my own credibility? <laughs> I, you think you think I made a, a mistake? I'm You're grown. wrong. Yeah. I love that Is kid. That I'm grown. Kid? Questionable on Jackson at the end of the Fucking punt that kid. Oh, we got that to Kareem. Oh, yeah, that was that Kareem uh, uh, Jackson hit First on uh, Logan Thomas. I also know about them. So here's the, here's the Rex Vyron video just basically decimating uh, the Broncos' defensive stats right now because Sean, Sean Payton, I've said it time and time again, even but even before Joey got on the bandwagon. How many more weeks before Vance Joseph gets fired? Nah, they're not going to do it. Two no, weeks. they're not going to do it. Oh, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. The walls, the walls are, are not the walls here are not, yeah, they're, not, they're not playing <laughs> around. Good. I'm happy for you then because – Get rid of his ass, please. Sorry, bro. You're just not cut out for the job on the screen. But... You know what? If Rex Ryan goes to Denver <clears> – <throat> I'll be a little upset because I think that would make a lot of sense and that team would be very fearful with two very intelligent – I mean, Rex Ryan can be an asshole, but two very intelligent football coaches. I don't know how they would bring Rex Ryan at this point and make it work. I think that had to be a, that had to be like a next-year thing. Feet pictures? But, I mean, we had Joe Woods last year and they let him walk out the building, which I, I mean, thought he was – They can, they can Ryan, bring a guy I in think, over the street. doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, even just a little bit of direction in the right way early in the season. I mean, unless Vance, Joseph, unless, in the long run. unless Vance Joseph can figure this fucking thing out in the next two weeks. Not happening. It, he's fucked. But, yeah, listen, listen to Sexy Rexy. Don't listen to me. Listen to Rexy. Here's what I also know about Denver right now, okay, because we're all looking. How come this marriage, Sean Payton and Russell Wilson – doesn't seem to be clicking. Well, it is clicking. This team has averaged more points per so possession white. than any offensive unit in the National it. Football League. Nobody knows that. It's the truth. Last week, they only had six possessions. So whose fault is that on? It's on their defense. Their defense is supposed to be number one in the league. If I was going to be the coordinator, I don't know what the hell it's doing now. That's who's letting this team down. It's their defense. It's not the offense. So, to me, it's a crazy stat. This team is more points per possession than any offense in the league. So, to me, I think it's fixable. And we just got to get that defense playing to what the expectations were. Because when I saw the talent they had on that defense, I'm like, there's no reason why this shouldn't be the top defense in the league. Just one one thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, duh. But then again, but anybody who doesn't watch the Broncos games, they're like, ah, Russ is washed up. Yep. He sucks. That's, that's all I see. Right? You he, how is this going to work with Peyton and, and Russ? The they got last. four years left on Russ's contract. How's this going to work? It's working fine. And it's like, uh, it's actually, it's working great. Uh, through the first love... two weeks of the season, it's worked out better than it has all the year last year. Uh, Russ is on pace right now for 42 to, uh, 45 touchdowns and eight interceptions. I would love to see how many games it took them last year just to get as many yards and touchdowns off on offense as they do in week two right now. Well, let's see. Russ had, what, 18 touchdowns last year? He's already got five this year right 
Does he already have so five? So how many how many weeks God into the season damn. before the Broncos scored five touchdowns last year? Actually, it probably wasn't that long because you guys got fucked out of a lot of games last year. No, but we got fucked out of like low scoring games. Three points and because shit, if you remember, like, if the Broncos had been able to score eighteen, 18 points right. in every single one of their first ten games, just like, eighteen, they they'd have nine. been nine and one. Yeah, it's insane. Instead of what three and seven. The only or game we would have lost was at the Raiders, which we lost. That was like our highest scoring output of the year. But you all, you always have a problem with the Raiders now. Always, it's like it's like a new trend. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is. It's like they don't care. Like nobody cares about the Raiders. They're just like, hey, they're a shit tier franchise. Like we should win this, and then they we get overlook there. them like a motherfucker. And then Max Crosby ruins like two drives a game, and we're like, oh right, fuck. Like right. they actually have good players. Two crucial though. drives that we needed. Yeah, like damn it. Like why did we do that? You know. Facts. Oh well, Russell Wilson has no wide receivers because they're all hurt. Yeah, true. He's got Judy back, doesn't he? he and Judy I'll tell you, back. Mims Jr., your boy, looked fucking good. Told you, man. Who's your tight end? Uh, this dude, week was Dulce. Trotman. No, it's not Dulcich. Dulcich is hurt again. Uh, Which, when you drafted him, I was like, why? I'm like, I don't get the, the hype Dulcich, of this kid. Yeah, yeah Russ had uh, 16 touchdowns last year total. 16 and 11. He's 5 and 1 through two games this year. Insane. Wow. How many yards passing already? Uh, it's pretty good. 485. Still pretty good for two weeks. In two weeks? Yeah, it's 200. He change. didn't throw for many yards in week one. Doesn't week matter. one was not because we only had six drives. Doesn't matter, yeah. And that's what Rex was alluding to when he was saying that they need to get more they need more out of the defense because you that's why that's why the points per drive thing is a big is a big point of uh, uh, uh of emphasis right now. Because they only had six drives in week one. Right. That's so crazy. in order to score on every drive, it's like, right. okay, and have that average with just only six drives and still be that high of a scoring team. Right. You're like, all right, well, there we go. And Javante is looking good. You know, the run, the runoff, the rushing offense looks good. It's just the pass protection and, you know, and the defense. Those are the two things that, and they spent a lot of money on that offensive line. So yeah, yeah. it's got to get better. I know. I, I was, I was shocked to see them lose against the Raiders. And then who they lose to on Sunday? Redskins. I was even more shocked to see them lose to the Redskins. Well, especially after kid, when they had the twenty-one three lead, and it's like, yeah, all right, we're cruising. That kid Robinson uh, was it Brian Rob? Brian. Well, they're the, the you remember the, the well uh, the one that gets shot. Yeah, that who is? Yeah, he yeah. ripped it up. Yeah, he was ripping it up because again, defensive d- defensive woes woes plagued us. <laughs> but also that front four that they have with Chase Young and. What did they have, like four first-round picks on that Chase front Chase Young never played that well before in his life. No. Had, had the game of his career. He really yeah. did. And, and not, not – listen, man, a lot of people have been having the game of their careers against the Broncos' offensive front. It just hasn't been good. It's right. not good. I don't understand it. I mean, they have good players. They have good talent. They Maybe they just need a little bit more time to figure it out, but we'll get there. But nonetheless – This is technically like week one, though, because usually – like last week was week four of the preseason, and most teams are like, whatever, it's still like another week to like get it right. All the head coaches say October starts your fucking real season. Right. So this is yeah. Still you got to iron out September. Out. If we can get through, listen, we got to get we got to get to the end of September. No worse than one and three. Uh, we got we're at Miami and then oh god we get at home. I think I forget who it is. But I think you can beat Miami though. I'm so worried about the Patriots. I right think we're going to beat Miami on Sunday. I would. I really do. I I'm, I'm putting. I'm. I'm going to take the Broncos on the road as I dogs. I I can't. I can't. Road stand. dogs. I can't stand the head coach of the, of the Dolphins. Mike either. McDaniel. <laughs> Patrick, oh, Sertan, Patrick Sertan is going to bitch slap Tyreek Hill into next week. I like Mike McDaniel. Dude, Christian Gonzalez held, what, Tyreek to 40 yards? Yeah, Tyreek Hill was kind of a non... I mean, he wasn't a non-factor, but he wasn't as explosive as he Well, he had he 200 yards right. receiving in the week one, which kind of everyone was like, oh, he's a god. Yeah. 
Like, oh, my God, look at this. It's the Chargers, people. It, I know, the Chargers. And that's the thing. The AFC West right now, collectively, as a, as a conference, is 2-6. and six. Oh, that's my God. Crazy. By the way, other crazy news. National media completely turned on Justin Herbert. They're like, he's awful. Really? Why? They're zero and two, and he and uh, yeah. and he and he's not making throws. And because no, Brandon Staley is their coach. Yeah. Um, but you see how fast if the media I, if I, on just, him? Does nobody listen to me? Like, if everybody just listened to me, fifty percent of the time, they would have a they'd have so much. Well, they'd be so much better. I'm off. looking like a genius with my preseason prediction that the Bengals aren't going to be that good this year. I mean, y- yes, but also they're not going to be this bad. Also, we didn't think Joe Burrow was going to be this hurt they either because he's hurt again they now. They went to the Super Bowl, didn't they? Nah. Didn't they start 0-2? <laughs> did they? Yes, I believe they did. Yeah, I think they went 0-2 the year they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, they did. I'm, not I'm, worried I'm 90% sure you're yeah, right. I'm not worried about the fucking Bengals. I don't know. I don't think they're going to um, make it this year. I am worried about the Bengals because Joe Burrow's hurt. I'm yeah. worried about the Ravens Is now. Is it his calf still? Yeah, it's the calf. The calf injury's back. Mm. I'm big time worried about the Ravens. Ravens are my pick to win. Now I'm worried about them. I'm not worried about the Ravens because I feel like from what I saw out of Lamar on Sunday, he's. He's turning a corner as a passer. Yeah, he's really throwing the ball well. He's no, 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 no. I'm, I'm worried because uh, Odell is, da- is dating Kim Kardashian, and I'm like, that's a death kiss right there. Oh, yeah, whatever. Who cares? They don't need Odell. They really don't. <laughs> Lamar doesn't need Odell. He's fucking hurt anyway, isn't he? Yeah, Odell, he is. <laughs> yeah, he's with the anyway. craziest offensive pass interference of all time, gets called defensive pass interference, grabs the guy in front of the referee, drags him on top of his body, and throws his arms up, and he gets the call. Craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. Defender got up and was like mind blown. He was like, he was like, he was like, I was essentially raped, and he goes, "You allowed it to happen." Yeah. I, I did you see the play I'm talking about? No, I, I saw it quick, but no, I didn't really get a chance to look at Is it. Is it on the chat? I'll get it. All right. Regard, continue. I'm yeah, sorry. go ahead. Um, but no, I think as far as overreactions to week two, yeah, I think there's a lot of them. Like you know, the listen, the Patriots aren't as bad as they look. The Broncos aren't as bad as they look. I'm a little uh, worried about the offense for us, though. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, well, you have no playmakers. That's that's what I'm worried about. You know, and that's what I think is going to hurt the Patriots. They still don't have anybody for Mac to throw. But I was watching Mac play on Sunday night, and he's making throws, like, fading away off his back foot like he's Jay Cutler in 07. Dude, he threw, And just like, dropping dimes, dude. And I'm like... He threw two cross bodies yeah. while on the run to the sideline, opposite side of the field for completions. Yeah, I'm like, who is this? Aaron nice. Rodgers? Yeah, like, what's nice. happening? Listen, I'm like, he passes the eye test at every at every level. But Patriots fans, oh, that pass wasn't fast though. Like, what? Since when do Patriots fans give a shit about the speed of the ball leaving a guy's hand? Yeah. Why is that a yeah, thing? Because Tom now? Brady had a real fucking hand cannon on him. Brady wasn't until like he's 33 before Brady's arm was like. Fast. Brady always had like lob passes, like for the longest time. He's, he always did. He just had a great deep ball. It just took a minute to get there. Right. Yeah. Brady he, just knew how to put. He knew what proper trajectory to throw it on and where to, how much air to put under a ball. Keep like, your receiver on the stride. You know, you know what, what I mean? mean like, like Brady was. Yeah. Brady was super accurate. He didn't develop it till later in his career. But once he did, it was it was money. But Brady never had what you would consider like a fastball. Right. Not not compared to, you know, Rogers or. Flacco or any ben, of these other guys, Big, Big ben. ben, like you know, any of these other dudes that were actually that could fucking hum it. You know, Brady just had a nice, easy, like catchable ball, but he also knew when to put mustard on it, when to take some off, mm-hmm. how much air to put under a ball. Like he was just, he was that good. I mean, that's right. what that's what separates the good from the great. Right. You know, Brady was the great. It's it's no secret. You know, we have watched him for twenty fucking years. Right. You know. Did a lot of things pretty fucking good. Yeah, I would say so. You know? Unfortunately. He was a pretty good fucking quarterback. So, you know, I just don't understand the the 
the hatred for Mac Jones. That it's, it's insane that you get from these people, but um, don't even worry about that, Sean, because we only no, got okay. we only got about twenty five minutes left anyway, and I want to get into this Steelers Cleveland game because <laughs> oh, it, this was it, it was a clown the very show. first play of the game had me almost pissing my pants. I was the like, pick ah! six. <laughs> yeah. I was you like, know, it couldn't happen to a better team. Sean watched sitting there going, Ugh. he looked like, you know, he had the A-Rod on the ground face with his helmet fucked yeah, up. Yeah, like. <laughs> Deshaun Watson's the epitome of someone who got paid, and he's like, I'm, I'm all done trying. Fully guaranteed contract. Yep. He is all done playing. He just got, what, $2.1 million game check or something like that? Yeah, he doesn't care. Some... He doesn't give a shit, He's dude. all done. He's, all, he's like, yeah, whatever, bro. Fuck you. I'm set. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit about none of this crap. Like, you can get the hell out of here. Uh, that being said, that game sucked, but it only sucked because I think Matt Canada might be the most inept offensive coordinator uh, I've ever seen. Because Pickett and Pickens, it's a nice combo. Bro. They can play. The Steelers can. They got I've some players there. Uh, the Steelers nice got combo. some players. I now like, I like Pickens. I'm not a big Pickett fan. I listen. Pickett is a guy that he's raw. Cabbage hands. He's gonna need some time, but. The kid can play, dude. Like every again, it's the same thing that New England fans are doing to Mac Jones. They're doing to this kid Pickett. Like you're expecting him to come in and be Big Ben. And it's like, bro, you know, you don't you don't just get Brady and Big Ben. Like, oops, I just knocked the other board over. You're good. Uh, you don't just get those guys. <laughs> you know, it doesn't just happen like that every time. It's not yeah. like, oh, we're the Patriots. We got a great quarterback. Oh, our great quarterback retired. We got another one. Right. Like, nah, bro. Welcome to the fucking real world where the rest of us have been living for the last 30 years. Yep. You know, you don't just get guys that waltz in the door like Big Ben go 15 and 1 his rookie season, right. losing the AFC Championship, come back, go 11 and 5 and win a Super Bowl. Right. And then, you know, you're constantly in it. And, and all Steelers fans did was bitch about him and Mike Tomlin for the last 10 years anyway. So they, I don't even want to fucking hear it from Steelers fans because they're right. fucking idiots half the time, too. Yeah. You know, they 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 would they were the first ones that were calling from Mike Tomlin's head. They've I'm like, had crazy please. talent in and out of those I'm like, doors. Please, God, let the Steelers fire Mike Tomlin. Yeah, no shit. Because I, I I was like, if we hadn't didn't have Sean Payton right now, send even, him over. If we had Sean Payton, be like, you know what, Sean, it's been cool, but uh, we're gonna let you go explore options elsewhere. Mr. Tomlin, come on over. Yeah, I would take Mike Tomlin right now in a heartbeat. All right, maybe not in Denver. I love, I do love Sean Payton. Yeah, I, I wouldn't take him over Sean Payton. Uh, but yeah. if we were if we were still in this, you know, with Nathaniel Hackett bullshit, oh, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, 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 I'll take Mike Tomlin. Yeah, you know, right. Pittsburgh doesn't want him. Yeah, but there's a reason why the Steelers have only had three head coaches in their entire franchise's existence, and Mike Tomlin is the third, right? Uh, because he's really fucking good. So you got to give them a little bit of time. Again, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be a playoff team, or at least competing for a playoff they spot come Week be. 17. Or 18. Uh, they're going to be in it. Them, Baltimore, I think Cleveland's going to drop out of this. Uh, they don't have any real business being in this. I do. think Cincinnati, unless Joe Burrow gets healthy and gets healthy quick, I think they're in big trouble. So I think it's going to be a two-horse race for the AFC North at Rio if we're going to overreact to it right now. And that's just based on Joe Burrow's health. If Joe Burrow gets healthy, it's his, it's his division. We're all just playing in it. Other than that, I think I think I picked the Steelers, uh, the the Ravens to win. I didn't. I picked the Ravens, and I picked Lamar to be MVP. I still stand by that. But this game, the Cleveland Browns last night, was wild. So not only did they lose their best player, and I have the video. Oh, 
We're going to show it. Oh, my God. If you're squeamish, you don't like these types of things. Fuck, I didn't Willis, see this. Willis McGahee Part 2. Don't I have look. to watch it. I yes. have to, but I, I'm not going to But like we're going to play it because ESPN wouldn't replay it during the broadcast. Which <laughs> they played it immediately after the game's over. They're like, this, gra- this horrific accident. Yeah, they're like, all right, so uh, a guy died in Gillette, but did you see Nick Chubb's knee? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, they really waited until, like, as soon as the game was over, they're like, here's the horrific play. It's on loop, too, so just so you know, it's just going to keep looping until I shut it off. It's pretty bad. It's so bad. So if you don't like it, turn away. Three, one. You've been warned. You've been warned. Gah! Jesus, fuck. My God, man. Jesus. They still haven't announced anything about it, though. Either. And it's just, there goes my fantasy season right there. That's it. Done. That was my number one overall pick. Done, and, done, and done. And you know what? That wasn't that wasn't a dirty hit either. People are trying to say Minka Fitzpatrick. That was oh a dirty god. hit. Oh my god! Every single time somebody gets hurt, that was a dirty hit. It's like, no, you fucking dove, moron. That's called football. He oh, dove shit. in his thigh. His leg got stuck in the ground, and his knee bent a weird way over his body. Shit happens, bro. It's okay. a. Was was this a dirty hit when he did the exact same thing in college? Gah! Ah! Dude, his knees are garbage. Was, was it's the same exact knee, too. Was that a dirty hit? So he's probably like, nah, I'll be all right. Because no, you, know, you know there's some soccer mom sitting there going, that was dirty! Of course. For all you people he that, hurt my fucking husband's fantasy player. That's dirty! For all you people that just jumped in watching that now, shame on you. For, for jumping in to just, <laughs> just watch a guy's knee get blown like, up. Yeah. Yep. I saw seven people jump in all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, I got to see this. They're like, but, oh, man, someone's crippled me. What's going on? You know, to couple that with, and let's, let me get the Kareem Jackson thing. Too. What's the Kareem Jackson one? From uh, Sunday, the uh, Denver player. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. I was like, ooh, that was a fucking shot, dude. I'm like, he laid that kid the fuck out, dude. He got up, though, like a champ. He was like, well, after a minute, but he was running back. He's like, I'm all right. I'm good. But he, I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was an all right hit, to be honest with you. So this was the Kareem Jackson hit from the Denver game that got Kareem Jackson ejected, which, again, I feel like is just ridiculous. Ejections a little that bit. ejections are a thing in the NFL for hits. Like I don't. Yeah. Uh, no. Must well just let the guy score on us. Fuck right. no. It's twenty-one to three. I'm trying to stop a touchdown. Before this the is half. where the hits get probably more violent than well they should anyway because you're trying to dislodge the ball from a guy catching it like at exactly. all costs. Questionable on Jackson at the end of the game. Boop. Pop. Uh, but certainly that one right there does Smackaroni. not. Smackaroni. Oh, that, well, that wasn't even that bad. That. That hit gave me wood. Like, it, immediately, as soon as I saw it, I was, like, sitting. I just did that, that meme where I just, like, touched my oh. <laughs> mm. Yeah, facts. And then they were like, he's ejected. I'm like, oh, of course he is. And I yeah. tweeted at Bernard Pollard. I'm like, how are they going to do our boy dirty like that? He's like, that's bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know, it's just, it's crazy because you, the, the league's gotten so soft. So soft. Like, that used to just be like, hey, man, you went across the middle in the end zone trying to score. Yep. Like, this wasn't, like, in the middle of the field. Yeah, Ed McCaffrey's bullshit right now, yeah, all this Ed, protection. Imagine if Ed McCaffrey oh. benefited from the rules today at six foot three, 225 pounds, whatever he was. Like, he'd, he'd be running amok right. through mm-hmm. this league. Yeah. 
Like that man went over the middle. He'd be like, "Wait, I can go over the middle." Like, and how does DK do Metcalf? Like, how does DK Metcalf not have two thousand receiving yards every year? I honestly don't understand it, dude. With all the rules and everything that's in place now, how these guys like it's just it's crazy. I don't know. There, there should the stats should be way more inflated than they are. I mean, they're trending that way, but still, like the top end stats are still leave a little like a little bit to be desired. Because how do you not have? guys just shattering 2,000 yard seasons. You can't touch anybody. Right. With the way the rules are, it's like it should be KC and LA on the Thursday night game or whatever a couple years ago like every game. Well, he was downstairs downstairs getting a drink. We literally brought that up. Oh, you did? Oh, that's too fucking funny. Yeah, I just saw a clip of the other day and I was like, oh yeah, I remember that game. That game was fucking stupid. But again, my mom's about to pass touchdown. All right, Jack, I'm about to pass. And this is what you get like, so when you have a mainstream sport, right? Like, you don't get this much bullshit about hits and stuff like that, like in something like, say, hockey or MMA or these kind of like sports that have less fault, like less viewers and they're more niche sports. You don't get this kind of criticism because in the NFL, you have a bunch of people that have never played at any level. They really don't even watch. They just put it on as background and then they see something like that on their social media feed and their immediate reaction is to respond to it because they think that, you know, there's some sort of higher power on the on, or, on the issue. Matters. And their opinion matters where spoiler alert, it doesn't. Uh, you're dumb, so you can just shut the fuck up. I have a whole fucking folder on my phone of just dumb shit football takes, of dumb shit that people <laughs> have said that I've screenshotted over the years. Or and uh, I, I, like, no, it just your, your opinion doesn't matter. I'm sorry. Like, I mean, neither does mine for the most part. But at least mine comes from a place of like kind of knowing what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, and not wanting where, to ruin the sport where, that you know nothing about. Yeah, it's 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 like when when people started getting into NASCAR that weren't NASCAR fans. And then they would show the drivers doing burnouts after the race, and they're like, and the and the and the people would be like, well, why are they doing that? They're just burning up tires for no reason, and they're breaking the motors, and they're blowing motors, and they're wasting it. And it's, why are they doing that? It's costing these teams money. And da, 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 da. it's like, do you have any fucking idea how a race car works, bitch? <laughs> like, first of all, those tires are going to the scrapyard. Anyway. Whether I burn them down or spent. not. That engine is getting ripped down to the fucking bare bones after yep. this. The, these engines are only meant to go 500 miles before they break. Right. And, you know, when you get to that 501st mile of a race, like, God forbid you have to go over 500 miles because of caution <laughs> or something, every single crew chief in the pit box is sitting there going, oh, shit. Please let us make it. You know, or at least back in the 90s it was. But that's when these fans were starting to come in. Hope those clearances are right. Shit. You're like, Jesus Christ, I hope we fucking tightened every bolt down to the exact fucking specification. Because if we didn't, we're going to lose a cylinder. Poof. And I'll never forget. It was like, I forget what race it was. I think it was the Coke 600, the Davey Allison one. And Matt Larry McReynolds tells a great story about that. And back then, the 600 was a tough, tough race because it was tough on the equipment. It was tough on the drivers, but it was tougher on the equipment. Because, because it was 600 laps? Because it was 600 miles. Most races were 500 miles. Oh, okay. So NASCAR had a big thing about 500 miles. So like I said, once you start getting yeah. above 500 miles, the equipment isn't really the wheel hubs, the, the motors, the transmissions, the gears. The, that shit's not meant to go much further than 500 miles. High they engineer a short it, amount of time. They engineer it to be exactly as good as it needs to be for exactly as long as it needs to be. Yep. That way they can build it lighter, faster, better, cheaper, right. whatever. It's like drags that so, only have like three gallons of fuel because they only need enough fuel to go from pit box, start line, down the strip, and that's it. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? That's it. It's all it's meant for. They got tiny little fuel cell. That's it. You well, it's not mean? three gallons. It's like 30, but. Right, but you get what I'm yeah. saying. They don't have extra fuel. It's no. just everything is meant for very short, you know, they're right. not meant you're to not, start right. up. You're not running down the track and then being like, all right, yeah. cool, we're going to go back and run it again. Just no. sitting there idling. More gas. Yeah, just sitting there gonna idling rebuild the motor those real motors. Quick. Just idling, sitting with no air going through them is hurting them because they're not meant to sit but, or start. They're so Larry so Larry McReynolds tells this great story. He says, you know, Davey Allison's out. He's dominating the Coke 600 at Charlotte, and he's out front, and he's just running away with it. And he says, to, and he said, you know, when, it, when the radio's quiet in NASCAR, he's like, that's a good thing because – that means the driver's happy. He's not mm-hmm. complaining about the car. It's not too tight. It's not too loose. There's no issues. And Larry says they get to like 10 laps to go or eight laps to go or whatever it was. And the radio crackled and it was Davey. And he goes, Larry Mack, you're not going to believe this. And Larry McReynolds, the crew chief, he's, he said, my heart dropped. And he goes, every time I come out of turn four, there's this Bill Elliott fan in the stands, and he is just giving me the double birds every single time I drive by. And Larry Mack's like, ah, thank you, Davey, for that riveting piece of information that I so desperately needed to know. He's like, get him out like, of the stands. Not knowing that he just gave like Larry McReynolds a fucking heart attack. No, but, he probably knew what he was doing, no. But Davey knew. The driver knew. Davey knew. Because Larry's thinking, like, great, we just dropped the cylinder. We're, we're losing the tire. Like, something's going wrong. Yep. Because that's the only, it's been quiet on the radio. Then you call in. So it was just funny. But that's what happens when you get people who don't actually love the sport or follow the sport mm-hmm. starting to come into it. And that's what's happening to football is the audience has become so big and so broad that you have people that don't understand why – Kareem Jackson shouldn't be ejected. Why uh, 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 the kid, uh, the, the, the Colorado Ram shouldn't be penalized for that hit? Because those are just inherent plays within a football game. You, you don't play football to be healthy. I, no, hate to break it to, I hate to break it to people. If, my offensive coordinator, Bridgewater, I've said this a million times. My offensive coordinator, Bridgewater, told me, nobody plays football because they want to be healthy. You want to be healthy? Go take yoga. You want to, you, you're not here playing football Literally. because you want to be healthy. No, you're here because you're willing to throw your body on the line to win this game. Why? Because we're a bunch of alpha men who want to just go in and physically impose our wills upon other men for 60 minutes and then go home, eat a steak, fuck our hot wives, and watch The Rock and go to sleep. Yeah, like, I'm going to jerk it, too. I don't know why you're throwing that in there. Yeah, whatever. The rock. <laughs> Like, that's it. It's just, it's all about beer, red meat, girls, and football. And you're like, fuck yeah. Like, that's it. No one plays football because they want to be healthy. So get that out of your head. So stop being a little fucking pussy every single time somebody gets lit up on a football field and stop sitting there and being like, no, that's not a, that's not part of the game. No, it is part of the game. It is the game. Mm -hmm. That is the whole point of the game. Right. It's to do that. It is what it is. If you change it, this game does not exist. Right. We do not have football. So all you people that are crying right now about these hits, enjoy your flag football in 20 years because that's what you're heading towards. It's heading to that anyway, it feels like. facts. It really does. But it's because you have people that are little bitches that watch this game and it, I mean, it goes back to the whole everything, like all these advanced statistics, like DVOA and all these like dumb shit. It's baseball. That that they that all these metrics. It's all these metrics were imp- implanted in football by bug men, right? Everybody knows what the what a bug man is, right? You know the guy. He's the one that wears the hoodie year round. 
you know, he's got like the green corduroys, always walking with his hands in his pockets, like walks around very meekly, weighs about 160 pounds. A little too, you know, he's got a, 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 a little hunch in his back. You know, he's always hunched over like this, like, ooh. very timid. That's the guy that came up with these statistics because he was never he was never allowed to participate in football, right. but he wants to be involved with football. So that's what they do. They come up with all these these stats and all this bullshit. So now they can feel like they're a part of football. Right. That's all it is. Look what I did. That's all it is. Wins and then it above replacement. Develops and then a it, super complex stat that really means jack shit, but right. it's cool. That's a exactly. Do, do the Cleveland stat. So right, the best stat about this Cleveland Pittsburgh game. So there was two. One. T.J. Watt already owns the Pittsburgh Steelers franchise record for sacks by an individual. Wow. Past James Harrison last night. Wow. Which He's only is 28. At 28 years old. How long? Yeah, what's he been in the league? Six years? Less than that, I, I think. Know, four, right? 28? Five years, I think? Five, five years? Four or five, five, five. He's unfucking believable Yeah, I know. I love that Unfucking believable that kid is. Now, that being said, the stat that I wanted to let you guys know about, right? In the fourth quarter of that game, the Steelers trailed the Browns by three points going into the fourth quarter. And I went and I did yep. the math on this. I, I, I heard this stat. Somebody told me this stat. I didn't believe it. I went and I double-checked it. I w- looked at the play-by-play. I added it up. The Steelers were trailing by three points in the fourth quarter. They gained a net total of negative seven yards in the fourth quarter of that game. <laughs> And still won <laughs> because of TJ because of TJ Watt because of TJ Watt. But in what fucking universe are you the Cleveland Browns and you hold the Steelers to negative seven yards with a three point lead and still find a way to fucking lose? Yep. If that is not the most Cleveland Browns stat I have ever heard, that is awesome. I, I don't I don't know what else. That's fucking insane. By the way, T.J. Watt was drafted in 2017, 30th overall. He was 22. Six years, six years. So sixth year, sixth year in the league. Unbelievable. Monster. Congratulations. Just, just like his brother, though. J.J. Watt was a monster. Clearly, just yeah, yeah. the great third genetics. brother, dog shit. Who'd you rather, T.J. Watt or Nick Boza? Who'd you no, take right TJ now? Watt. I'll take T.J. TJ's never been hurt, right? Boza has. Boza gets hurt all the time. Yeah, Boza's Don't get me wrong. I don't I don't not like Boza. But if you're Oh, I know. Me this like, is like this is like picking between uh like 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 uh uh, uh what's his name? Fucking uh, Khalil Mack and Von Miller. Right. I just it, like. not only like does not only do I feel like TJ Watt's like Von less injury prone, right I now. guess I'll knock on wood for him where he's like less injury prone, but TJ Watt just comes off as more of like a fucking dog to me than Boza does. T.J. Watt fits that Pittsburgh Steelers mantra yeah. perfectly. You know whose jersey I'm probably going to buy? There's two jerseys I'm going to get. One, Patrick Sertan. That's going to be my first yes, active Broncos jersey. How, how has that not already happened? And two, Joey Porter Jr. Dude, I don't know how I feel about that last play last night. I'm, I'm, I'm As an unbiased, no dog in the fight, and I even though I was hard so, rooting against Cleveland, I saw that last play and I was like, Meh! and then his dad... Come in the sideline, bitch! And I'm like, what the hell's happening? So, if that ball had been thrown in a place where catchable, it was actually catchable, I think they get that call. And again, that's another aspect to that rule that people that that those calls that people don't quite understand. That's one of the finite, excuse me, finite points of football. You are not going to get that pass interference call on fourth down to extend a game. 
on a ball that goes sailing 10 yards yes. over your head. It was yeah. uncatchable. You're 100% right. It wasn't. And he's like, and I had one of our, like, I was arguing with Sloan on the, about this on Twitter. And he's like, oh. well, it would have been catchable if he was allowed to move towards it. And I'm like, not if he has a jetpack. No, I'm like, he's not catching that dude. Like, no, everybody knew he wasn't right, catching. It was a right. shitly thrown ball. Right. If Deshaun Watson doesn't have a phallus placed firmly in his esophagus, then maybe that, we're, ball's, we, catchable. that ball's catchable and you get that call. Maybe we're talking about a different story here, but, but we're not. It was a pretty – It was to me, it was a good no call. Right. I, I felt like it, it was one of those things where you just kind of like, all right, let them fight. Right. And you'd kind of let them do that the whole yeah. game. But it wasn't a great throw, and it wasn't even close to the receiver. So the receiver was going to have to do some crazy Odell Beckham 2014 fucking blah, like was Nike ad. 2014? Or 15, whatever it was. I think it was uh, – was but that yeah, 14? You, but yeah, you're not catching that ball, dude. It's but just, you've got to put. But your quarterback has to put it in a place where right. you can actually catch it. Right. He's got to make the call. He's going to sell the call. Right. He's going to help. Anyway. It, you got to do it. I mean, you're, you're, you're not going to get that call in a game changing, game deciding play like when that. When it's way the fuck. Up. It's yeah, not you've like got to be accurate. It's it's not, it, and it's it's totally different than the one that that happened in Denver, because the one that happened in Denver got broken up. While yeah, Sutton was getting mugged. mugged. Right, he got mugged. And it still, Sutton was able to get, like, a hand on it. So it's a totally different thing. So right. that's why that makes that call was, was that it, way yeah, more egregious than that. three feet of the receiver. You know what I mean? Like Not even three feet. Like, just within a p- place that he could go up and get, get it. it. Right. And, uh, and who was the receiver? Was it uh, Donovan's Peoples-Jones? That was who was, who was going? Peoples-Jones. He was, he's not going up and what is, what is he going to sky? What he, even if he catches it, he's going to land on the bench. You know what I mean? Like, this is that wasn't happening. But that stat of negative seven yards in the fourth quarter, That's down by impressive. three, yep. still come away with a win, is the most Cleveland Brown stat I've ever fucking heard in my life. That is some And you know what? You really shit. feel for, like, Cleveland's defense because, you know, you got Miles Garrett. Uh, Ward is fucking – Denzel Ward is a fucking Miles Garrett hurt. Yeah. Last last two plays of the game got hurt. Right, but he got hurt, but he was balling out the whole time. He's Denzel playing. Ward's a fucking you see he his is a face. top-tier corner. I love when they I love when you have a good guy in the booth that knows his job and knows the players, and he's just like, Who's a player that is like you could tell is just like ready to just like cuss out the whole organization? They're like Miles Garrett. And they <laughs> as as soon as you see the Steelers score that touchdown, oh, it was like a TJ Watt scoops up, runs into the end zone, and they go ahead. Cameron's like in the booth. <laughs> Go to Miles Garrett. <laughs> isn't the sideline kneeling down, staring at the yeah. field so intently? Like I hate every single person on this sideline. They're going, "Fuck this game." God, oh. I want to get out of this city. Yeah. I love when they have someone in the booth and they're like, "Make sure you have a camera on this player if they scoop and score a touchdown." Because yeah. they're get- every time Jimmy Garoppolo would would throw a touchdown on New England. Make sure you have a camera on Brady's face. Yep. It was zoomed all the way in. I could see Brady's nostrils, <laughs> his, the, the snots in his nose, like shit in his teeth. That's it was funny. zoomed all the way in. He's, he's smiling like when uh, when they told Arnold, like when they, uh, they in Terminator 2, when he's trying to teach yes. Arnold how to smile. Emotions. Like, yeah. Like just trying to like force it through. He's like, I don't I don't get it. Right. But uh, last thing we'll show you is uh, is this video. I don't know, maybe the greatest brush-off an official has ever given a player. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, right. did, you, did you catch what he it's said? It's a little soft. 
But correct me if I'm wrong. He says, I'm talking to America, son. So Geno Smith comes over and he's yelling at the ref about the about the penalty or whatever. Yeah. And and the ref just stops and goes, I'm talking to America right now. <laughs> and shoves listen, him out of the way. Listen, watch again. Yeah, I'm talking to America. Excuse me. <laughs> that was That's the fucking best awesome. fucking brush off I've ever seen in my that life. He was dope. just like, excuse me, sir. Fuck off. Right. Like, that is the epitome of tact right there. Yeah. Like, that's what that's a great NFL official. I don't even know that guy's name, but he's right up there with Gene Steratore and Ed Hockley as far as yeah, I'm concerned. Yeah, he just dropped, like, the ill diplomatic big balls. Like, um, yeah. this is way bigger than you right now, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, excuse me. Can you kindly fuck off <laughs> yeah. Geno Smith? Right, right. Okay. Hey, not Tom Brady. Piss <laughs> yeah. off, bro. Peyton or A-Rod would... or anybody legitimately Are you like, Patrick important. Mahomes? Yeah, really? No. no? Oh, guess you is better. Name Josh? Fuck out of here. I would have loved I would have loved to see him just say, You're in my shot and just like push him out of the way. Yeah. Hey, this is like, my Yo, time. You're in my shot. Come yeah. like, uh, you said that was the last thing to end the show? That's funny. I got I got two quick things if All right, got it. yeah, no. Well that was the last video. 49ers Rams, 30-20, four seconds on the clock. The Rams go for a field goal. As time expires. As time expires. That makes sense. Why doesn't that make sense? Because the Vegas had the 49ers as seven and a half point favorites. Yeah. So my only reasoning for this, right, and this the only thing I can think of is because there's four seconds left. So you have time for one more play. Even if you score a touchdown, the game's over. So there's not going to be an onside kick and another Hail Mary or anything like that. So if I'm Sean McVay, I'm thinking, okay, this is a division opponent. We're about to cough a game up to him. Let's get the three points just in case the tiebreaker comes down to that. Facts. And we need it at the end of the year. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's Uh, why I get pissed off. Now, that's the football's not rigged, and Vegas doesn't have anything to do with this. Commentary. In me. Right, right. Now, the Vegas has – the cynic in me is like, Vegas made that fucking phone call. They were like, you kick this field goal, you fucking bitch, and we're going to kill your whole fucking family yep. because we're about to take a bath on this one. Right. Yes, sir, Mr. Boogeyman. And Bye. they were like, uh, yeah, we don't want John Wick showing up to my house. Fuck that. <laughs> yep. Like, I didn't kill his dog, but goddamn, he'll kill mine. So they're like, yeah, fuck it, kick the field goal, and they, and they did. But, but listen, commentary, as soon as that happened, we're like, well, that was an interesting, I'm sure there's nothing more to that uh, field goal. Deuce and he said like, just like that. Shop Vegas called. Vegas called. Yeah. Like, oh, 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 right, right. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> no, the announcer was like, hmm. Well, <laughs> I mean, you're right to be skeptical of it because why would you kick a field goal with four seconds left? Points, dog. But that's the only thing I can think of is like, all right, like, let's say we end up with the same, you know, the same record as the Niners because the Rams are playing pretty good. Yep. The Rams actually, I think, are going to be a lot better of a team this year yeah, than people think. Didn't see that coming. coming back and- I did. They're a very top-heavy team. They have no depth. So if they get anybody gets hurt, it's right. like they're... Who's that Samoan? Fuck- Pakua Nakua? Pakua Nakua. Oh, my God. And Tutu Atwell and uh, Kyron Williams. Holy shit. I, mean, Kyron, I got Kyron Williams sitting on my bench right now. He's about to slide in Nick Chubb's spot. And quite frankly, if I had started Tutu and, and Kyron Williams, I might have actually had a shot of winning this If week. I would have started Pakua Nakua, I would have beat... Uh, what's his face? Elton. I won by like seventy. If I I would have had to start Russ, Mims, Atwell, and Williams. Yeah, you had like eighty points on the bench. I had a I solid like, hundred points on my bench. Wow, yeah. I hate when that happens. But that's why I was so pissed off. Even though I won by almost seventy. Right, but points, you did. You did too. I had I had 
thir- I had sixty something points on my bench, and I'm like, fuck, I'm already second. Yeah, you had uh, what? In the Kurt, league, you had Kurt Cousins and uh, Kurt Cousins and Robinson on the bench. Deshaun. Yeah. Wait, you had Deshaun Robinson? No, I Brian. No, Brian. Oh, Brian for, uh, for the, the Redskins. Redskins. I was gonna say, I thought, I thought Godson took. No, I had freeze. fucking Dalvin Cook, and he did jack shit. Um, but no, it's. You know that that was uh the cynic in me was was very mm. sus on that, but I think the Rams, as far as the Rams are concerned, starting roster wise, they're 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 a deep run playoff capable team. Now injuries start mounting up, they're going to be in deep trouble because they got no depth. Right, they got older guys, they got no depth. Uh, they're going to be in deep shit. But as I sit here and say that, we talk about. Pakua Nakua, Kyron Williams, and Tutu Atwell, all guys that were depth guys. Um, but I think they don't have much beyond that. So, like, they're going to have to really stretch out what they got. But the Rams are a solid team. That being said, I can only see them kicking that field goal in the instance of Sean McVay thinking, like, all right, if, this, if it comes down to tiebreakers, you know, margin of victory, points scored, like, whatever the fucking tiebreaker ends up being – Somehow seven's going to be better than ten. Right. You lose by seven versus ten. Maybe it maybe it helps you in the wild card thing. Who knows? You just don't know. You right. take every point you can get, and you know the guaranteed 45, 40 yard field goal or whatever at the end of the game versus you know maybe getting the hail mary or maybe you send you guys down there on a hail mary. Somebody gets hurt. You never know. You know Stafford gets sacked. You know and or lets it go and bangs his hand off a helmet, and next thing you know he's out for eight weeks because like, of a broken thumb. Happened? You know what I mean? It's just like, let's just not do that. So, I mean, at that point, game's over. Four seconds, game's over. Whatever you want to do, the game's over. Right. Now, do you want to fuck Vegas, fuck the people, or help yourselves? I don't know. Whatever yeah. the reasoning was beyond beyond all that, I have no idea. You know, maybe uh, maybe Sean McVay had his kicker on his fantasy team. Hey, like, McVay's you know a smart dude. Watch somehow, way down the end of the stretch of the season, that's going to help him get into the playoffs or a wild card spot or something. I like hope that. it comes Watch. back. I hope it comes Imagine back that. to that. Yep. And and because then I'll be able to sit there and go, told you. Told you. See, look, look at me. I'm as smart as Sean McVay. That was my first guess. I uh, also, Belichick, did he set a new standard for special teams? With the crazy uh, man in sprinting man in motion to block a field goal, so they did that against the Colts last year. Didn't know that. Same exact play, but it didn't work. No, it did. It did. It did against the Colts last year. They blocked one. Same exact play. Oh yeah, I was and there, I so. believe they did it against the Jets as well. Uh, but it backfired because the the he missed the block and hit the kicker. Oh, you're right. I remember that now. But he was like beeline right on the thing and just zoomed right in. Yeah. Why don't more teams do that? Uh, Because more teams don't have Bill Belichick who pays ultra special attention to special teams because he knows games are fucking won and lost on special teams all the time. Now, that whole thing, Pat McAfee broke it down. We don't have time to play the video tonight. Beautiful breakdown. Pat McAfee broke that shit down, and he's like, "This this is what we talk about when you get to the NFL when we say there's levels to this shit. Breathing is what gave it away. Yeah. Breathing. His, boom. And he's in. Like, it's that simple of a tell. It's like these, it's it's like poker, and you're looking for that one tell, and nobody does it better. And how did Bill Belichick know that? Oh, because the kicker and the holder were both former Patriots. Or the kicker, uh, the holder was. The holder, because he was the former punter, Jake Bailey. Yeah, he was all right. Sorry, former punter was, uh, was Jake Bailey, former Patriot. So you don't think Bill Belichick, during some sort of self scouting period, didn't look at that and go, 
How the fuck hasn't anybody picked up on this yet? This mm-hmm. guy's got a fucking tell and a half. I remember it was maybe he did that with uh, what's his name the 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 left tackle the the uh, the right tackle the um, Ravens back in the day was Orlando yes. Brown. And then they deactivated him for that game and Belichick. Yeah. He was like broke our hearts. He goes he goes the whole game plan was with him in place yeah. <laughs> because they knew whether it was a run or a pass coming the entire game and they deactivated him like moments before the game and Belichick's like fuck. fuck. <laughs> yep. That's all it was. But that's, but that's why when people sit there and they're like, it's time for Bill to go. I'm like, you are so fucking dumb. Well, I love that I, I shared it, um, or Miguel shared it. I forgot who shared it on the, um, on, on the Facebook page about Edelman talking to the Kelsey brothers. And Belichick hated Edelman wearing red gloves. He goes, you fucking idiot. He goes, we're at home. All the opponents are wearing white. Of course they're going to see you hold. He goes, a third, he goes, a 70-year-old man in the 300s can see you with that hole with the, your fucking red gloves. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it so much. Yeah. Belichick. He, just, he pays attention to every fucking detail. I mean, we've chronicled it on this show for the last, it'll be 10 years next month we've been doing this show. Yeah. It was nine years ago during Deflategate when Sean full, joined the show full time. Yeah. And we know you can't move a fucking thumbtack on a bulletin board within Gillette Stadium and Bill Belichick not know about it. Right. Which is why we said he knew damn well what was going on with the balls the whole time. We know, we know damn well he knew what was going on. Played it off mint. I don't know. I don't know. So he does with everything. I don't know. Um, he just gives that Monday. Oh no! Because he's the fucking best to ever do it. He's the best coach of all time in any sport. Yes, I'm putting him above Red Auerbach. I'm putting him above Phil Jackson, Bob, uh, Greg Popovich. I'm putting him above. Uh, I need it, some of that cheating. Bill Walsh, Joe, Joe Torre. It's time Walsh. to start cheating I mean, again. Yeah, Bill Walsh. Bill Walsh. I'll put him. I'll put him above Don Shula, even though he hasn't quite caught Don Shula's win record he yet. Will. But he's He'll going catch to. Him. Yeah. I mean, it's just the guy's the fucking goat, dude. And that's what people don't understand. People have no idea how important coaching is in this league. And I'll tell you what. Run Bill Belichick out of town. Go ahead. I don't know what's going to happen. That's insane. Tom Brady, Tom Brady said, go fuck yourselves. And y'all welcomed him back and jerked him off the entire time. You run Bill Belichick out of town. Oh, my God. He's never coming back. He's Not only never coming back, but he's you are going to be in such a world of shit. Yep. Because you just hold on to him as long as you can. What do you think? Guys like Bill Belichick just grow on fucking trees? Right. Oh, what what, 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 what do you think? You're going to just go out and pick the next guy? Charles Barkley said it best. Charles Barkley, I can't do the Charles Barkley impersonation, was like, if you run Bill Belichick out of town, you have to be the stupidest organization of all time. It, well, the organization won't run him out of town, but the no. Boston Globe, the media. The media will try. Well, they'll, they'll try, but they, they're, Bob Kraft is so immune to that at this point. Right. It doesn't even matter, dude. That That... That, that's one thing I envy about the Patriots, is they are so walled off, they're bulletproof. Oh, totally. The only drama that ever comes from that team is from within, and it's and even then, it's only because it it managed to escape somehow. Mm-hmm. There's never any bullshit. I mean, you get these guys come in and be like, "Oh man, must suck to play in New England." It's like, yeah, man, I would hate fucking winning six Super Bowls over fucking twenty years. No that shit, that right. sounds like shit. I would really fucking hate going to ten straight AFC Championship games. Wow, that sounds like absolute ass. Right, right. God, uh, having a chance to go to the Super Bowl for ten straight fucking years, being one game away, man. Oh, ass. I can't imagine the horror. Right. Yeah, but how. You- but you, but you have to do two-a-days, and you have to, to study, and you have to actually answer questions. You actually have to know what you're fucking doing. Oh, one other thing. Travis Kelsey blames Bill Belichick for all the people that play against him wearing red gloves now. 
He goes, because he goes, because I asked Rob Ninkovich. He goes, dude. He goes, you never wear fucking red gloves. He goes, every time you play against me, you wear red gloves. He goes, yeah, man. He goes, he goes. Well, Kelsey says this. Yeah, Travis Kelsey. He always wears yellow gloves. No, no, no. The people that play against them, oh. they wear red gloves. And he goes, they fucking just maul me. And he goes, the red gloves blend into my jersey. And I'm like, fucking Bill. Dude, <laughs> goes, it's a small detail. Yeah, because you can't tell the hole. Like if you're running. Yeah, red glove slides in there. You can't tell if I'm gripping because that all blends in. Right, right. Listen, That's dude, there's a reason why there's like there's so many little things that come up like that in all sports. But like just like even when I was playing paintball, right? Like I didn't my I had a I had a gun back in the day that I, I never broke a fucking ball in the barrel. Thing never needed it. But I kept the squeegee on a lanyard and I threw it around my back. So if I got shot dead between the eyes, I would pretend like I was reaching for my squeegee. I would grab it, and then I would drag my forearm across my face and make the hit go away. And then I would pretend like I'm squeegeeing out my barrel and then push my face into the bunker and get rid of the rest of the hit. And I remember, I'll never forget it, Boovy coming over to my my bunker going, I know I just saw you get shot between the eyes, but there's no paint there. Well done, young son. And just walks (laughs) away and, like, lets me keep playing. And we go, oh, we win the game. Like, yup. Cheat. Cheating son of a bitch. You put... It's time to stop cheating. I want Belichick to bring back these cheating books. Dude, if Bill Belichick... I would love to see Bill Belichick write a book on just, like, how to coach in the NFL. It could... It would. I mean, it would be, like... It would be the equivalent of War and Peace. It'd be that long and that detailed. Like, I yeah, want it would that. probably sell like a I would take... It would probably take me five years to read it, but I would read it. Because that would be the most in, in-depth dive of just... Football nerd shit that you've ever heard. Like that's why I watch the Manning cast on Monday nights because I like to nerd out on football with Eli and Peyton and just watch and be like, oh, they're in this coverage, they're in this, this is that route that you play this against this, this against that, and it just keeps me sharp. It keeps me refreshed. Right. You know, I don't need to sit there and listen to Buck and Aikman and go, and the pass is caught at the thirteen yard line, and you're like, okay, cool. Yeah, and you know Joe Buck the other night. Yeah, you know, he's just one of those guys that seems to get better and better as the game goes on. I'm like, Jesus, dude, why? Like, can we drop that cliche already? Yeah, right. Like, holy shit, we've been using that one for 40 years. Like, what the fuck, man? Same old. Come up with some new dance. material. Oh no. Uh oh. Breaking news: Former, well, he was a Patriot along with many other things. Sergio Brown, whose missing mother was found dead by a creek. Oh. Uh they have caught footage from the neighbor's ring camera, a video of him taking out the trash, and they see him throwing her clothes in a bonfire. Uh-oh. Uh, family members reportedly told Sergio, told uh, members of uh, Sergio Bond reportedly had not been acting like himself in the past few months. Uh, they said he wasn't himself the last few months. He was out of his mind. They believe Sergio Brown has killed his mother and was burning her stuff to, to get rid of evidence. Wow, that's crazy. Sergio Brown's only like 37 years old or something like that. No He's shit. not old. Holy Yeesh. shit. Well, we'll be keeping an eye on that one. Yeah. That was breaking right now. That's crazy. That sucks. He's 35. Wow. Jesus, dude. Let me kill your mom. Colts, wow. Buffalo Bills, Patriots, Falcons. Oh, yeah, Sergio Brown, the guy that Rob Gronkowski threw into the uh He's the one that the threw him out of the club. Stand. Yeah, threw him out of the club. That was the guy. I don't remember that. Remember when Rob's, Rob Gronkowski was blocking him? And threw, you know, I had to throw him out the club? I forget. It was like, what, 2014? 16, 16? Yeah. yeah. I forget. I don't know. It was a big deal. It was the Jonas Gray game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn, though. Yeah. 
That was, was that the same game that they they uh, that Pat McAfee lined up under center with the one guy? No, yeah, no, that was not that the, game. Oh, wasn't I that was not it that, was. that wasn't the same game. Okay, that was, a, that was a different embarrassing game for the Colts. Yep. And Pat, Pat goes, they weren't going to hike it to me, and the ball was in my hand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> goes, you weren't supposed do. to hike it. Yeah. And the guy just goes here. <laughs> Oh shit! You take this. <laughs> it's just absolutely. Pat ass, has babe. so many good, funny stories from being in the NFL. Oh. It's so great to hear. Like, oh, he's stories. got one of the. He's got the best show on uh, going right now. Right now. <sighs> we'll see how it goes down as it gets. You know, a little bit. Lots more. of censoring. Yeah, but he's still. Pat being Pat is still funny, and they got AJ, and uh, they get your boy McCordy on there too now. Yeah, they have McCordy on there. That's they, a great. That's a great show. They brought in Rogers, and Rogers is fucking insane. It's like it's it's they are doing like what they 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 did they're doing what Dan Patrick did, but taking it to like the next level. Yeah, it's well, dope. he has a lot of connects too. Yeah, but DP was the best though. Yeah. Uh, he hung out with The Rock all last uh, Saturday, and then he went to SmackDown with The Rock as well. Who? Pat, uh, Pat, Pat McAfee. Oh, I was talking about Dan Patrick. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry. But yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I know he was he was involved with the WWE for a he while. He still is. Yeah, he's that's his like side hustle. Right. Insane. He's he's just a fucking man, dude. Yeah, kids, he's good shit. Kids just a great fucking American. Great. He's a great entertainer. But uh, amazing entertainer. Should we leave it there? Are we good? Are we are we Gucci? Are we cover did, everything. Do we miss anything from like that was like glaring? I I still think that <sighs> Rogers going on the Pat McAfee show and saying he's coming back in five months is insane. No way. He says if the Jets make the playoffs, he's playing. He says if the Jets make the playoffs, he'll come back and stop playing. I saw that, yeah. If the Jets make the playoffs and they take it away from Zach Wilson to give it back to a <laughs> crippled Aaron Rodgers, Zach Wilson's mom is going to sleep with every member of, yeah, like, of the Fuck public. this organization. Yep. Oh, my uh, God. I don't think we missed anything crazy good. No. Uh, other than uh, the Falcons pulling off the upset against the Packers, that was pretty cool. See, Jordan Love went into, uh, se- went into center, fell down in between the linemen. Oh, are we done with the? Uh, are we? Are we? Are we off the Lions hype train for now? I think so. And they lost to the Seahawks. I know it was an overtime, but they, they, they kind of bumbled um, that one away. The Raiders are who we thought they were. Yep. Dude, um, Hunter Renfro. What's going on with him? I have no idea. They they told Hunter Renfro he's going to be the second. Uh, the second player, like, behind Devontae Adams. After the whole offseason, it was like, trade rumor, trade rumor, trade rumor, and they said, no, not true, not true, not true. He's played 12 snaps the whole year, has one reception for 24 yards. They don't have allowed him. Jacoby Myers got knocked the fuck out, right? and they didn't put him in the game. They wow. said, nah. We'll Josh McDaniels, bro. Hates Hunter Renfro. I don't know understand why he hates yep. the kid. He's just waiting to trade him to Bill. Yep. Josh McDaniels is a moron, though, so. Also, yes. Uh, all right, let's leave it there, boys. Uh, oh, the other one thing I did want to touch on, too, was the uh, Jags-Chiefs uh, game. 17-9. Weird. Bad game. The, the Chiefs have no offense. And what? Come on, Jags. I had extremely high hopes in you offensively this year. I put a lot of fucking stock into nah, you guys. Do you know what happened? It's those, oh, we're facing the Super Bowl champion Chiefs. A lot of the players were like, Balls were hitting him off the hands. Trevor Lawrence was suddenly throwing balls 10 yards farther away from the guys. And I'm like, it yeah, was like, just one of those days. That it was one of those days where I wish we could have played him. I wish we could have played that Jaguar team. It was like the lights got bright and they're like, oh, shit, it's the champions. You know what I mean? It's one of those situations. Right. Well, it makes me feel a little bit better then. Yeah. Because I got Travis Etienne and uh, Sunshine and uh Christian Kirk on my fantasy team. Well, Sunshine's so. still a baby. I, I, you keep everyone keeps forgetting. Like he's only. I just thought three. he was going to take the next step this year. That was that was. No, my, I still think he will. I, I do too. It's only two weeks in, 
But, you know, I'm like sitting there looking at Russ Wilson, Russ right now on my bench every week, and I'm like, give me Russ or give me death. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right, let's leave it there. We'll be back next Tuesday night. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We will uh, be back 8.30 p.m. uh, next week uh, to give you all of our thoughts on week number three in the National Football League. Patriots better fucking win. They better fucking win. Um, Again, big shout-out to Secret Lab for the chairs and uh, X-Tech for the booms. Looking good, you know. Appreciate it. Boys look comfy tonight. Very. Yeah. We're going to reach out to Secret Labs. We do. Yeah, we should. Um. We'll be back next Tuesday night right here on the one, the only, the New Bedford Guide. I am Joey Fats from Mr. Benton Court and Plizzy. Peace. This has been Row One Seat One, Joey Fats Radio. We'll check you all next week. Peace. Adios.